This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. Enjoy it. I, I want to. <laughs> well, the, the the annoying thing is that you know you're you're spending all this time with us, and time doesn't matter to you because you're just floating around all of these timelines, just doing whatever the heck you want to do. All right, that might that might be why your hair looks the way that it does. <laughs> it might be. It might oh, have, he doesn't have, have much to say on that. I don't. Does he? I think you're on to me. I think I got you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're on your own. You're on your own here, kid. <laughs> He's. He, I think. I think we've got a budding. We've got a budding YouTube star. Is what's happening. I think that we, what we really need to do is figure out the name of his show. So between his hair, his studies. Uh, and, and basically what he has going on, everything that we know about Justin, what would the title of Justin's YouTube show be called? I, I have mm. I have something I would like to posit. Um, I thought we were going with handles. I was already ready to say FF Pompadour. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fire. <laughs> I like it. I was gonna I, like I was gonna go with I was gonna go with FF Underglam instead of undergrad. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I also like that. Anyone else? Are we FF. having a draft right now for Justin? So name? not creative like you guys. FF. This is just an auction. No, this is an auction. There, there it is. This is an auction. Yeah. FF That's a waste of money. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> This is gonna be his. This is gonna be his picture. Oh, Gaddy! <laughs> oh shit! Look at you gotta that. hold to the camera. That that was me two years ago. Oh uh, <laughs> man! If you are not here with us live, Paul is showing a picture of Johnny Bravo. If you don't know who that looks like, look it up. It's all it's all love, Justin. You know that. Bravo! Still, still is waste money. <laughs> Just the, the hair or the school? Um, no, the school. The school is good. Okay. He, he's a, he's just about a four O student. We're proud of him for that. But the the hair product that's that costs probably just as much as a school. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at him. That ain't your. He's cheap. busy. He's busy changing his handle to FF Pompadour. That's not. Like, how do you spell Pompadour? <laughs> I'm trying to construct a tweet to tweet out that I'm on this open bar. Filling, filling out, filling out TikTok grants. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What did I sign up for? TikTok grants. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love it. I'm mad at you, Justin. Man, play on, man. Play on. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah this is this is great uh well we are it turns out turns out hey that we're live it's the open bar it's 9 30 right. eastern ish uh we almost made it to 9 30 eastern literally i'm waiting for that one i'm i'm gonna or well not, sorry not eastern uh 9 30 uh central literally uh we almost made it but we made it just 20 minutes before, I hope that you didn't wait too long, um, that you took your pizza out of the oven, that you uh, took the tap off of your 
home brewed beer. Shout out to FF. Uh, what's the? I always forget his handle because of the, the the weather thing. Uh, Chris Allen, J. Chris Mike, help me. That yeah, Chris that, Allen, FFWX, right? XWX. Okay, I thought it was WX. Just one sure. Uh, uh, if you if you got a home brew beard uh, or a beard, that's great. Um, I, I can't I can't talk. J. Mike, it's on to you. I, I uh, I'm done. You're hosting tonight. Good job. <laughs> as as was as was pointed out in the chat by the the big homie Aaron Bogan here. Um, we've got pretty crazy week so obviously apparently it is really warm in maine right now uh daylight savings really has everybody jacked up including myself i haven't caught up yet full moon and friday the 13th coming up so i think that's really what's got you all in a tizzy or maybe it's the trade that we heard about with paris campbell for tyrell williams from bill prior to the show i don't know i don't know what (laughs) i don't know what it is you also did not preface that very well like bill (laughs) You need to say that that is a fantasy football trade, not Breaking a real news. football trade, okay? Because uh, Bill, Bill, you you really uh, you really hit us with that one. I thought we actually had some things to talk about tonight. No, nah, I don't have anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that just basically looks at timelines, tries to stay up on what's going on in fantasy. Has a podcast and all of a sudden has nothing yeah. to say. This man, is unbelievable. The man that literally props up the chat on his own has right. nothing <laughs> to say. Like this man is in here every single week. I see him. I I already I like you know you're in the chat frequently when you know you're recognizing the avies for the the little YouTube Avi. Like I know what Bills is now, the, the super dupa flex thing. So mm-hmm. come on, man. Like you you are a frequent consumer of the open bar and now you are producing the open bar. Yeah, man. This is your introduction. I, I need you to produce this show tonight. <sighs> I don't give I don't give a f I, I don't I don't care who wrote the show sheet tonight. Whoever did, throw it away. This is Bill's show. Okay. I think Paul did. Paul, oh, you wrote yeah. the show sheet. <laughs> no, you did. Uh, mine's going to be on hair products, so you got to do it, Bill. <laughs> what hair? Yeah, I don't have that much. You got it, Bill. Come on, talk about that Paris Campbell trade or something. What's do that? Something. Do something. Start off, Bill. It's all you. All right. Well, um, yeah, I don't have anything to say, really. Um, I'm just here for the ride. Um, pleasure to be here. Um this is really exciting. This is uh, one of my favorite Tuesday evening events. And uh, gosh, I'm just starstruck. <laughs> what's what's the difference from, you know, hanging out in the chat with us? Not like that. Not that you're like, like below us or anything. We're all I mean, <laughs> equal, equal people here. I don't give a shit. But just like, what is the difference between uh, going from the, the chat to, to being in here, man? What? How's I don't think anybody can read the chat after the uh the show's over right so oh now you're pressured on okay so you're looking for that after hours that's what you came in here for huh oh bill (laughs) i see you gabe we 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 can't really we we can't really walk past the elephant in the room though what is it just just real quick we're we're barely seven minutes into this broadcast and you've said the word chat look at least 10 times and and you admitted willfully 
that you know Bill's no. Abby on VIP. So look, J. Are, are we, we're having a breakthrough. Are we in another dimension? Did we cross over into something crazy in one of Justin's classes right now? Like, like, are we filming See? this on Metal Juice right now? Like, how, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, possibly a crossover between daylight saving, saving. By the way, J. Mike, saving, <laughs> saving. Is that really? Is it saving? Savings. Yes. Every everyone listening and watching, please. This is my only thing that I want you to learn and understand. I could give a fuck less if you think that Cortland Sutton is not a good wide receiver or that Kenneth Dixon is not the greatest running back of all time. But it is daylight saving. There is no S at the end of that. It is not an account in which you are saving light. I am. Jay Mike. No, you're not. Anyway, it's between daylight saving and Friday the 13th. So it's quite possibly, you know, some sort of thing that is happening uh, to me where I said, I don't know. I don't know what I said. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. I dare you. Yeah. And and the other thing, J. Mike, is that we we have a business to run here. You know, we we are make we I've I've seen the accounts. Okay. Wait, is this a, is this a daylight saving thing that you're doing right now? Yes. You said account. I've seen what, I've seen the savings. I've seen the savings. <laughs> and and we have to support any and everyone who who comes and watches this show um either live or in podcast form the next day. If you are live, it is Tuesday, 9:30 Eastern ish. Welcome to the open bar. Next guest, let's move on from whatever J Mike was spouting cuz it wasn't important or real. FF Pompadour himself, Justin. What's good, brother? What is good? I just got a <laughs> email for my test tomorrow, and it's got canceled due to the coronavirus or something Did it? like that. So really? I'll be right back. I gotta grab a beer. <laughs> Give him some of your Pompadour. Yeah, that two a.m. just hits a little differently when you're not studying. Okay, uh, we'll come back to FF Pompadour. On to you know what? I'll skip over and and uh, I'm not I'm not gonna go in a clockwise mo- motion. So sorry, Roto Librarian. I got to go straight to the dad, straight to the father, because I feel like he's got something to say. I was I always want to go to Paul right after <laughs> Justin says anything. So Paul, welcome to the show. What do you have to say about Justin as he's pounding a mango white claw? Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, choke on it, you young punk. Look at you. To the Look at you. What is wrong with you? When do you drink beer? It was cold. All right. You know, there's my hard money guys at work right yep. there. Now, you know how much that cost me right there? You know how much that cost me. <laughs> Between that and the hair product, I am broke. Yeah. <laughs> What was wow. that, Justin? That was a white claw. It was very cold. But was um, I was I sadly correct on the flavor? What'd you I guess? I said mango. Yeah, unfortunately, I hate it. Damn oh, it! Why did, I, was, why did <laughs> I even open my mouth? Did you really get a letter that you're not having class tomorrow? No, so I'm learning a lot about oh. Gabe. What? What's that, Bill? I'm learning a lot about you tonight. I, but, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> you probably think I'm such a fucking fake right now. 
calling out the chat and spotting white claws from miles away in his little <laughs> thumbnail. I'm like, yeah, that was, <laughs> that's the mango. <laughs> God, I'm such a loser. All right. <laughs> uh, Ryan, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm good, guys. I'm coming to you from a state that is trying to get rid of daylight saving time. That's the state mm. of Illinois. We do something right here. Is that actively happening? Yeah, apparently it's held up though at the you know in Springfield at the state house, of course. But I think it is time to get rid of it. It it just serves no purpose. So mm. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Just just keep it the way it is now. Don't it's even change, don't even change it. Leave it. So that's all that's going on. I mean, in <laughs> Illinois, we also have allegedly some sports gaming stuff that's going to happen, but I still can't bet on anything yet because they haven't got their act together and uh we do have legal cannabis in illinois so okay uh, so you know we got illinois it's you know it's the it's the new uh uh sin state come to chicago you can new sports you can take edibles and you know it, it's it's we have good times <laughs> here in illinois are you in or around chicago by the way you don't have to publicly say that if you are incriminating yourself no that's okay i um i'm kind of a um public if you google me um my professional life so i need to be careful um but i i live between chicago and milwaukee i'm about 15 minutes south of the wisconsin border okay well um you know this is usually saved for the open bar pre-show or open bar after hours but you know we have to make up time somewhere because we started a little bit on the ish ryan i am coming to chicago illinois in the second weekend of April. That's awesome. If you, cool. If you know, if you know, Jason Tran, look him and I, we're going to, we're going to hang out and, and everyone's, everyone's, you know, invited. So yes, th just let me know the time of the place. I'll do my All best. Right. Perfect. And on with the show, J Mike, <laughs> what do you, what do you got tonight? What do you got? What do you got, man? What is it? What is it? What is it? Paris Campbell to the Raiders. That's what I heard. <laughs> Wait, can I'm, we just start shit, like up. start rumors? Can we just start rumors? Rumor season? Yeah, let's just start. Uh, I saw I saw someone. I think it was Ryan McDowell. Shout out to Ryan McDowell and the whole DLF family. He uh, he put out the tweet of uh, like possible trade trades to like real NFL teams. That'd be fun. We can just totally speculate and just make shit up, right? Um, I, I, I mean, up. this is. This is the place. This is the place for what do you want to make up at this point? What, Who might what? be traded? Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, Marvin Jones, Odell Beckham, Stephon Diggs, David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, Will Fuller, Alvin Kamara, Devontae Freeman, Evan Ingram. Yo, how many how many times can Steph Diggs? Uh, I know. Without, without I think traded? it's just I think he is creating that hype more than the Vikings are. <laughs> He's, yeah. It's almost like the Vikings are like, nah, bro, we're not trading you. Yeah. Justin, this is what real men drink. Oh, hey. okay. Unfortunately, oh, okay. I'm a James not work but, too. You guys about the hardcore stuff. I, I'm just drinking wine. Is that okay? Does that work or no? That's That'll perfect. work too. Okay. Hey, it, oh, it's better drinks. to be That's to be fair, than... this is the, look, Bill. Mango? especially to you, this is not mango white claw. <laughs> I know it's clear. It's, it's mezcal. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All this is better than white claw. Uh, yeah. Dude, I got to go on a beach in less than a week. I can't be, I mean, whiskey, straight up whiskey is not bad or rum. 
Yeah, not to get off subject, but what do you guys think of people flying right about now with everything going on? <laughs> it's not the, ideal. The kids flying to Florida in a couple of days. I'm going to be wearing a mask on the flight. It's okay. I, I've got my own theories on this, guys, if, if you want to hear them. If we're going to yeah, get into hear, the coronavirus talk. <laughs> as, long as, so, you can, as long as you can make an analogy to football at the end, that's what I want to hear. All right. I think I can. I can. Well, we got to go back to Stefan Diggs because that's what we were talking about before. That's right. Wrap it it around to Stefan Diggs. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll see what I can do here. So I think like any player in Dynasty, like like there are players that get get hyped to no end and then players that we just kind of dismiss, you know, polarizing players. Let's take a Derrick Henry, for example. You know, Derrick Henry is um, is one of those guys that well, most people want to sell him. They think he's at peak value. But the guy obviously can produce, right? And I think that's kind of what's going on with the coronavirus. Because I worry that there are some people that are going way overboard and you know going to Costco and spending a thousand dollars on toilet paper. And then you've got people that have totally dismissed it. They're like, oh, we don't trust the media, fake news. So we're just gonna do whatever we want to do. We're gonna shake people's hands, we're just gonna do whatever the hell we want. And I think we probably need to be somewhere in the middle because I think that those two extremes are going to cause problems. And I think that causes problems in the dynasty community. Maybe a parallel is the film guys versus the analytics guys where the film guys love somebody, but no, the analytics guys hate them and and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's got like Stefan Diggs where I I don't know. I'm trying (laughs) struggling here. Doing great so far. Okay. 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 Well, I'm trying to pull back to Stefan Diggs where, well, you get hype, you know, the rumors that he's got, he's going to, he wants out and he's talking to the media and he's going to get out of Minnesota. But then you hear, no, he's, he's going to stay. So I, I just think with the coronavirus, it's, it's kind of like what happens on Twitter, dynasty Twitter, you know, like people take these, you know, extreme positions. There are a lot of people in the middle. And I just worry that there's some people that aren't taking it seriously enough, but then there are other people that are just like way too scared. We need to be somewhere in the middle. Okay. I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a professional fantasy football analyst at Roto Librarian. All right. This guy doesn't fool around. You I say make an make an analogy now and he just does it. So okay. I'm a, I'm a D-lister at best, my friend, but I all appreciate right. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> on the real real, re- respect the corona virus. All right. Um we don't we don't want everyone to have that shit. No. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, what, uh, oh, Justin, it looks like you have something to share. Um, it, it appears that you have women watching the show or something. Uh, what, 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 what are you wearing, Justin? I just put on a Stefan Diggs jersey shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my favorite player in the NFL, so I got to represent. Is he? But, is he uh, your favorite player? He is my player? favorite player. My dad can vouch for that, right, dad? I'll vouch for that. All okay. right. Yeah. Get him the fuck out of Minnesota. <laughs> That's what I that want. <laughs> free digs. You know, I, Big trust. Where digs. do you want him? Where do you want him to go? Yeah. All right. So ideal spots, there is none. I mean, I don't know. Any team that wants to utilize him. So I think that if the Patriots get up their first round pick for him, Brady stays. They Brady should do that. Staying. I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. I think he's going to stay. Though. We can get that Brady's second, not but, staying. I don't know. I can see Dick. And Brady connection that'd be nice, but I think Raiders are a bit more realistic uh, landing spot. They could probably trade for him since they have so much draft capital. But then uh, you mentioned Odell Beckham as a possible trade candidate. I could see him going to the Raiders and having Brady also go to the Raiders. And Odell's my second favorite player, so I wouldn't have any obligations against that either. I don't know. I need Brady pairing with him would be nice because you know, all the talk is all the talk is he's going to Tennessee. I, I, that's all I keep hearing. 
I even heard it today. Because his kids are enrolled there. So I don't know where where is he going. Somebody help me out with this. I don't think he's going to stay. Saying. He's already, he's already got five rings there. He's done all he can there. He's either got to retire or move Six. on. I think if he stays there, ever since Gronk yes. left, they're not the same. Then they haven't been the same. Yes, team. I just I I have the hardest time seeing Tom Brady not back in New England. I, I mean, as as fun as it might be to think about, like, man, he could go here and like everything that every machination that I think of in my head is like. There's no way they're letting him out of out of New England. That's that's where I always land. With Steph Diggs, though, can we? And I don't know if these teams would trade because they're always beefing in the playoffs. Could we get Diggs to the Eagles? Oh, baby! All my Diggs shares increasing. Yeah, uh, it's definitely possible. I, I mean, they're probably going wide receiver in the first round. Why not trade for Diggs instead of getting like a Justin Jefferson type player? Yeah, what do they have to give up to get Diggs? I mean, do they? Does Minnesota? You think a first round pick gets it done? I think it's all they're like really looking for is just like a first round pick. I don't like. Yeah, they got to get more than that. You got to get more than that for them. What pick does Philly have? Twenty third. They're not going to get a twenty a twenty third pick for Diggs. That's not even fair. Well, remember, let's take it back to Justin's favorite team here uh, with, with the good old Cleveland Brownies. Oh, that's uh, when, not a when... team anymore. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't deserve a team. Uh-oh. After that helmet incident, we, I don't we just deserve did a po- We just did a podcast. <laughs> okay, we just did a podcast tonight. I told him how he how he ran on them because they suck. So I told him, why don't this, this year, because the year before you were a Giant fan, last year you followed Odell, the head case that he is, to Cleveland. You said they you said they'd have twelve wins and they only had five. So I was right there. So then now I said, why don't this year you just wait till like week fourteen and pick a team? Then maybe you'll have a winner. I mean, yeah, you, why is your dad Jeff. cooking you right now? I had to throw him under the bus. Right? What he does. <laughs> it's just what he tries to do, you know, you know. It's great. It's great to banter <clears throat> with him on our own podcast, but it's even better on someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> savage. Paul's a savage. I love it. Uh, but but remember Beckham went for what was the first and a third, right? I mean, Dix probably yeah. isn't isn't fetching a first, but would you would if you're the if you're the Vikings, would you take a would you take a second to to give up Dix? I would. If I'm a Viking. Just free the man. Give the man what he wants. Free him. Let him go to a team that wants to actually use him and then see what happens. Deep worse, Diggs isn't that good. And that kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> well, he is, he needs someone to throw him the ball. I mean, he needs a he good needs quarterback exactly. to throw him the ball. Hmm. No, I, I don't know. I think I he's more valuable to the Vikings. I, I mean, I guess if he's not happy, he's not happy. But if I'm the Vikings, I, I'd rather hold on to Diggs. I mean, their team is better with him than without. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that too. But I think uh, we'll I think you guys have really love drafts. But, but you know, for or, fantasy, yeah, for yeah. sure, I'd love to see Diggs go someplace else. I think it would be good for Adam Thielen. I think it'd be good for Diggs, depending on the landing spot, of course. Might be good for the tight end situation there in, in Minnesota, depending on who emerges. I, I mean, is Kyle Rudolph going to be annoying this year? Is he, is he going back to Minnesota? Um, gonna... Yeah, they signed him to a contract, didn't they, like last year? <sighs> yeah, so Irv Smith, we got to wait still on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Diggs? But I'd or, love to see or Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph's contract. Well, he, I mean, so did, it looks like, Di- I mean, Diggs just got his ex- uh, extension of sorts too. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> 2024 is when he's out. I mean, and the, the dead cap wouldn't make sense this year 
not even really next year. So it's, it's not, not that at all. If anything, I guess it's a trade, but they literally just made a new contract for, I don't know. That doesn't, I, I, I literally think Stefan Diggs is just a troll and he likes to fuck around with people. And I, cause just the, like the, the world that we live in, like people just buy into that shit immediately and they run with it. And then we're here talking about it on a podcast and speculating like, Oh, he's going to the Eagles and he's going to the Patriots and no, he's just going to be a Viking for three more years and then, <laughs> you know, get traded or dropped. So <laughs> uh, that's what a, what a buzzkill. That's disappointing. <laughs> so do we, are we done? Oh. <laughs> Coronavirus is the fun digs. All right. Uh, we're, we're over here trying to dream big dreams. Have big thoughts. <laughs> Steph Diggs, what could be the possibilities? No, sucker. He's staying in Minnesota. Shut Shut up. Up. Yeah. Can, can we get back to the Brady talk, though? Because I think Brady is so interesting, especially for those of us that are in super flexors. Everyone, right? Because that's the, the standard now. I hope. Preach. Um, be. Because Brady leaves the Patriots, and it, it does seem to that that's going to happen. We're you know there's starting to be more more buzz out of New England. That's going to happen. It's just going to be this domino effect. It's going to be fascinating to see what happens. I, I just I can't wait if Brady goes to the Titans to see Tom Brady play for another franchise other than New England Patriots. That, I mean, it's this is going to be awesome. And, and then what happens after that? Does Derek Carr? What if he goes to the the um, the Raiders? So, so Derek Carr gets traded. I mean. What could happen with that? I mean, there's talk that the Bears might be interested in Derek Carr if um, if he's an option for them. So it's, they're just the dominoes that are going to fall. It's 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 so exciting. Yeah. So. And I think honestly, I am more interested in the dominoes that fall. I like couldn't give a shit less about Brady affecting a, a team directly. Like I I think we've already kind of I don't know I people say this shit every year and I. Ugh, the broken record, but it appears that things are just different these days um, for, for Tom Brady being, what is he? 42, 43. Um, I, I don't he know if he's going to he's my age. Okay. Hey, you didn't have to say that, Brian, but I'm well, glad it, that it just, it's a constant it. reminder that, you know, when um, you when, are Tom, Tom Brady. Brady really hangs it up, then I'm, I'm really fucking old at that point. You know, I'm old enough, but, I'm really yeah. old. When, but when the Tom difference Brady is, is you won't hang it up, Ryan. You will keep going. You will keep <laughs> potting. You will keep FFing because you don't give a FF. Keep grinding, mm, my friend. <laughs> keep yeah. FFing. Wait, what? I appreciate the um, talk, man. I was thinking about retiring, but now, see, I'm, I know. now I'm back in it. All right, good. Well, anyway, the I, I don't care about Tom Brady and the team that he lands on because I just don't think it's going to have a – great effect on that team or the players around it. Maybe I'm more interested in like chargers or bucks or something. Cause what does Mike Evans have to do? But um, I I think I'm more interested in what happens to a team possibly like the Raiders or maybe even like if the, I, uh, I, if it's like a trade with where car goes to the Patriots or um where they just sign a free agent like Dalton going to the Patriots. That's kind of what I'm more interested in rather than Brady himself, especially. And then who he affects directly. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. You're saying Brady. So you're saying Brady is past the point of elevating those around him. Fantasy wise. Yes. Mm. I I, I would disagree. Come at me, Paul. 
<laughs> I mean, you put him on. Uh, um, you know, his whole career, he's he's thrown all the all these short passes, and his receivers did a lot of the work. I mean, it, it's the system, right? The system in New England that made him who he is. I mean, there's no there's no question about it. I I just think he makes players around him better. He doesn't make many mistakes. Um, I think if he goes to a team with a good offensive line, I think he'll do well. Will he win another Super Bowl? Uh, I doubt it. I don't. I think he's he's got his five. I don't think he's going to win. Again. He's definitely not going to win another one in New England because they're going to be in a rebuilding phase. Um, so it's interesting to see where he goes and what kind of offensive line they have. I, I think he makes players around him better. Like I said, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's got six rings, dude. Is it six? Keep saying five. All right, whatever. He's five, got six. Five, six. What's the difference? <laughs> six out of nine. And, and Belichick's know, yeah. got eight. Belichick's got eight because he had two with the. Well, he had one with the Giants, right? Yeah, he, when he, was, seven. he was. He was a right. seven or eight. He's got eight. A lot. He's got a lot. A lot. He's got a lot. <laughs> I have these stats in front of me. So I, I just think I just think Brady makes players around him better. Like I it's said, true. I, I just don't think he makes him better on a fantasy spectrum at like as better as we want it to be. I, I, I think mean, that, I, I could agree with that. I, I, I agree with that. That's a fun thing to, to toss about theoretically, because let's say you put a guy like Tom Brady in Tampa. Uh, and I was, that's I was where it's on interesting this. to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because all of a sudden, the 30 interceptions that you got with Jameis that killed drives and killed opportunities, uh, which also created some some times where they were in catch up mode. I get it. it kind of catch 22. But uh, you talk about a guy who's going to be more efficient with the football. Uh, and and being able to pair Arians with uh, that group of talented offensive players, all of a sudden maybe it doesn't necessarily raise the boats from a fantasy perspective, but the offense itself theoretically gets a boost, in which case that provides value to everyone on that offense. So I think maybe not directly, but indirectly, I think that he would have an effect uh, on on a team like that. So that's that's a fun thing to think about. Yeah. You know, what we I got still can't see him from New England. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I see him in New England. What we got to understand here too is he's getting older. He's not like these yeah. young guys out there that have the arm strength and everything. Still, so he is getting older. Just like Gabe Buzz killed the big sting, he's gonna stay. I mean, uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are just going to keep running downfield because that's what they're used to with Jameis Winston. And then Brady's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> where are you going? I can only throw it about 15 right. yards, bucko. You're going to have to come back on that one. Give him this uh, yak monsters like a Carolina. Give him DJ Moore and McCaffrey. That'd be cool to see, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So and and the other thing is is I don't think he lands on a, a dumb team like the Raiders or something like he <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I've never one thing that is either admirable or whatever you want to say about Tom Brady is he's never really taking a lot of money he should be the top paid quarterback every fucking year but he's not and he's taking pay cuts typic you know for the Patriots so that they can you know put that money elsewhere. And it's because he knows he's in a good place to win. So I, I don't see why he would leave that for one to Justin's point. And echo, echo, echo. Okay. Echo. Okay. Keep going. Somebody's volumes coming through the computer. Uh, 
This is the professional podcast. <laughs> this isn't about some silly class about astronomy and stars and Betelgeuse. God. If you want to time travel, go. <laughs> Watch Quantum Leap, okay? <laughs> Dad joke. Um, <laughs> all right. But I don't uh, I think that he's going to a team where he could win. He's going to want some pieces around him. Likely he's not going to want to like make them better or whatever the Brady effect kind of thing. Like the chargers could probably be a good spot for that. And you know, aforementioned bucks, both of those places um, are, are solid as far as receivers go and, and just talent in general. But uh, yeah, the Raiders like, come on, no way. Not even that like Kittle. Okay. The, the Gronk comparisons begin and, and Debo Samuels like Randy Moss or something. I don't know, but it's like, calm down. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Like we, there, there have been a lot of receivers that have come to new England in past these past few years that have not done anything. We were very excited about Muhammad Sanu. We were even excited about Philip Dorsett. And these things just didn't happen. So Tyrell Williams, not going to happen. The other wide receivers on the Raiders, not going to happen. Hunt, Yeah, run, bro. White, white receiver. I know. They, I can't wait for people to say Julian Edelman on that. Jeez. I'm telling you, they'll sign Brady and then trade for Odell. I could see him liking John Gruden. That's the only thing. I could honestly see Brady liking John Gruden, but I don't think it's going to happen. He's going to stay. That's the end of the day. <laughs> He'll stay. Uh, I, w- Bill, I want what do you to. Think? Yeah, go. Yeah, Bill, give us your. Uh, you keep shaking your head. I think that you're v- very out on Brady. Yeah, I'm pretty out on Brady. Um, <laughs> I. I don't, I just don't like, I agree with Gabe that like, I don't think that he's going to have like much influence um, fantasy wise on any, where he goes. Um, You know, he may, I think he ends up in new England again. I mean, I just don't see there being some great, you know, magic match for him elsewhere. um, Unless it's a team like San Francisco where, you know, they have a chance to win. Um, You know, I don't, I don't I mean, maybe Tennessee, um, if the, he feels he's the, uh, you know, the difference between them making the Super Bowl or not. But other than those two landing spots, I really don't see him moving on. And I think it's pretty unlikely anyway. Hmm. And and in Justin's startup, Justin was telling us uh, essentially 30 QBs off the board. Uh, Tom Brady still now. one of those. <laughs> and Tom Brady's still on the board. But Jake Fromm's gone. Okay, yeah, but Jake, Jake Fromm's gone. And I'm 34. Uh, so, and <laughs> and <laughs> with with DLF ADP right now uh, and for February, uh, Tom Brady, QB number 32, just ahead of Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> which I don't get. How is big? Oh <laughs> I think people are just How worried about the elbow. So I don't get. Oh my god! I mean, I don't know how good his elbow is. I mean, is is he the uh, as uh, to quote a guest we had a couple of weeks ago? Is he gonna gonna be the old Big Ben or old Big Ben? Even if he's even if your guest is 
handsome and wonderful and incredibly talented and smart, whomever your guest was, I don't know who it was, but even if he said that, he, Big Ben, even if he is old Big Ben, not the old Big Ben, but just old Big Ben, he's still better than the 33rd quarterback in the NFL. Like, that's crazy. How Taysom Hill's ahead of him. Yeah. Jordan Love's ahead of him, wow. which I can get I can get Jordan Love. But, like, there's so many people ahead of him, and I'm so – I don't get it. I don't get the big men hate right now. So, oh, my gosh. I got to stop. You okay, bud? Stop. No, I'm about to have an aneurysm. I got to stop. <laughs> I'm with you, Jamie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that ain't right. Oh, that ain't right. Man. What is it? What would you say? Jake Fromm, Taysom Hill, they're all ahead of him? No, Jake, Jake Fromm's Jake Fromm is literally one spot behind him. Okay. Um, but Look, but Tom Tom Brady's right ahead of Big Ben. Um I mean everybody. Dwayne Haskins, Mitchell Trubrisky, Gardner Minshew, Derek Carr, Jordan Love, Taysom Hill. Like I mean Minshew. I'm, come on. I mean it is Shuval. Shoe. <laughs> <sighs> but still, I'm I'm just saying. I I find that interesting. I find it really interesting. Uh, Anywho, um, I, I would love to go back to Steph Diggs for a minute, not to beat a dead a dead Diggs here. Um, oh, but let's. He, he right now he's wide receiver seventeen in February ADP. Um, would you guys rather have Cooper Cup or Steph Diggs? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Yeah, I go you, you should also not ask me that question. <laughs> I'm definitely asking you, Gabe. No, don't. Want to start a war? <laughs> he loves Cooper Cup, and it just—it's crazy. I like Cooper Cup too. It just—that's just—that's just. I have him. I think I have Dixon now. It's my wide receiver, 15 dynasty. I have Cup at like 18. J Mike. Okay. J Mike. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just lie. You can't just lie to people. To straighten it out. To straighten it out at the end. You can't. You can't just. Yeah. You literally named an episode something about Cooper Cup's Nana in one of our previous episodes, did you not? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? All right, then. Like I said, Cooper Cup, Steph Diggs, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I go Cooper <sighs> Cup. If you're waiting for someone to chime in here. Yeah. Yeah. Please hurry. Hurry. Ah, echo. Yeah, echo. Is this me? Am I am I the echo problem? Because I, I can log out and log back in. <laughs> Bill, I think it's me because yes, I'm yes, I'm having problems. I think it's uh do you have a speaker? Yeah, let, let me let me leave like I'm gonna drop Maybe my I, Cooper Cup. Let me let, I'll fix this. Hold on. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Kind of oh, show you guys geez. running. I know. I'm this a is, professional know. podcaster here, okay, amateur guys? I'll get it fixed. Don't worry. Amateur hours. Jeez. The man knows his analogies, but not how to run a podcast. <laughs> That's what happens when you let weed be legal in Illinois and all sorts yeah, of yeah. debauchery. <laughs> Down the street. I knew those gummies were a bad idea before the show. I was uh-huh. thinking. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh, I, I've got one more name here real quick. Um, Kenny Galladay or Steph Diggs? Boy, I like Bill, Galladay. You're, Bill, you're excused. Uh, you're excused, Bill. Okay, I'll just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bill, I want to hear from you. What do you got? I like Galladay. I mean, he's just like, uh, you know, he's a wide receiver one. And I can't, I don't even necessarily, we know we can say that about Diggs. 
So I think, you know, it seems like when Thielen's out there, he's getting more targets than Diggs. And I'm always worried about Diggs because anytime he has some any sort of injury, like you can pretty much count him out for that week. Like even if he plays, like he disappears in games like that. Like if you see that he's on the uh, the list before, you know, the injury list before the games, like just look at his performances with and without that. And um, they're just night and day. So uh, I'm going Galladay just because he's just – guaranteed to get the targets and he's more of a touchdown guy. Yeah. Justin, you still riding with Diggs here? Yeah. <laughs> I, got it. I, got it. I, got it. I I have to agree with Bill. I mean, I'm not going to try to argue with you, but I, got it. I think that you're not going to argue with me. Wow. I think Diggs get more trade for Diggs than you can for Galladay. I think thinking that way, you know. Oh, I hope but, so. Looks I like I'll be moving some think, digs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. People, people like digs. And it's getting to the point almost where now I, I think, you know, people like him what he actually is. I do. But I know I'm not afraid to recognize that. I'm not going to sell all my dig shares, though, because I, I just feel bad about myself later. I'll be honest. I made I have digs in quite a few leagues, so I was just going to try to get rid of a few shares of them. And I'm having a hard time moving him for even what I consider reasonable value. Um, like I offered digs for a 105, and I got denied. I mean, it's. Mm. I feel like that's. You know, I mean, I'm not going to give him up for less than that. I think that's ridiculous. And, but like, I think Galladay, you can get more than that. You think that's. Go ahead, Ryan. You're good. I'm sorry. I had to switch my audio so I can't hear my what I'm talking. Okay. I got to fix, though. And uh, do you think them that's gummies, rookie? Them gummies are working. Is that rookie hype? <laughs> it could Bill, be. Do you think that the 105? Because I think that's how it is with a lot of veteran players. Like a guy like Diggs, try to sell him for the 105. That's a super flex league, I'm assuming. I can see mm. that because people are looking at that pick like, oh, you know, I can get a better wide receiver, a younger wide receiver than Stephon Diggs, so they're not going to make the deal. I, now, I, I think... Actually, it was a 1QB league. It's like my, one of my only 1QB leagues now that I think about it. So okay. Okay. Um, so even worse. But, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's just so much hype right now with picks. It's just, <clears throat> just ridiculous. Like, how many are really actually going to hit? Like, let's be honest. Like, Ryan McDowell posted a thing this week about, um, you know, showing, like, the last 10 years of the – you know, first round selections. And it looks like between four and five hit each year for the first, like that are true guys that you want in your, uh, you know, starting lineup weekly. Like we all think there's going to be 12 this year, but how many really are there going to be? You know, I mean, even if it's a fantastic year, only seven out of 12 are going to hit. And so we're still looking at like close to 50% success rate. So um, yeah, I mean, I agree. There's always that hype every single year this year, more so. Um, but man, like you can get Diggs, who's a top 20 wide receiver, or you get a guy that you don't necessarily, you got a 50% chance of failing. Yeah. I'm with you completely on that. I mean, and that's always been kind of preached everywhere, really, to just save those picks until it's time to draft and you will certainly get the players that you want for those picks. If you're willing to part 
with said picks because it always feels like we are the perfect pickers and we will pick the player that is on the good side of 50%. Um, but you're totally right that it's it's just not realistic. I mean, I, I was looking at that as well, um, Bill, The uh, through the drafts, and, and everyone talks about that 2014 draft class. And looking at this, like pretty much you could get no value out of probably like a Bishop Sankey and Cody Latimer, but the rest is like, you could get some sort of value out of it. Like Jordan Matthews is on that list. You got something out of it, whether you like it or not, you did. Eric Ebron was there. You didn't get a whole lot of value for a while, but when he went to Indianapolis, gosh, darn it. He did. So it's just a matter of, and not necessarily like, the, you know, the idea of a hit, uh, it might take a while. It might only be for one year. It might only, it might be for three years. It might be for 20. <laughs> um, it's just a matter of how much they'll hit. I, I do think there is a higher percentage for a first round, a fantasy football first round pick to hit. Um, but it's just a matter of how much that hit is and what you consider to be a hit. But is, isn't that just all timing based right now? Totally. Right. Totally. So, I don't think you're wrong, Bill. It's just a, it's just the wrong part of the calendar, um, especially when people uh, get the stars in their eyes and say, "Hey, I could get one of these top, you know, however many running backs with that top five pick." Um, and and it could be, because I think in season, or even 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 shortly after the season, it's still probably a digs over the 105 proposition, and I, I would like to think anyway. Um, but but yeah, I think it's just that's purely timing based. Was that was that the side by side there the one oh five? That was the disrespect. That was really we were comparing that one oh five and Diggs. Yeah, and then what you said, Bill, in terms yeah, of yeah, I, I offered I offered Diggs for the one oh five in a league. Um, oh, in a one QB league, and the guy turned it down. Really? Huh. It is. It is rookie season. It is indeed, yeah, fellas. Wow. I, I would like that for me. Yeah, me too. Maybe I don't know why. It's a little differently in Superflex, but it's pretty much digs for me there. I can't I, I mean I can't trip though. I love I love making the picks myself as well. I mean, yeah. right, wrong, or indifferent, right? Well, well you're I think perfect, James. I've had that discussion before. And I, the <laughs> uh that was my auto tune going wrong. The <laughs> the one of the one of the things that 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 I like a lot, or at least the the thought of is um, at least with with digs versus the 105 or even the the picks all together is still the flexibility with them so so digs is the digs is the asset that's the asset right but the, the 105 all of a sudden could become a myriad of things or the actual player or something that you do on the clock or all these different things and i think that that's the, the allure of what could be uh is something that so many people chase and I think it's a lot of the sharp people who don't necessarily consistently chase the allure. What were you about to say, Ryan? I just, I'm just adding to your point. I, I think that deal will be there for that owner during the rookie draft. So even if he likes the idea of getting Dix for the 105, he's probably thinking, or she's probably thinking, hey, I'm just going to hold on to this pick and that Diggs offer will be there or maybe something better. Or maybe there's a run on wide receivers. Maybe I want to get... Jonathan Taylor or DeAndre Swift 
And let's say Lamb, Ruggs, and Judy, they're all top 15 picks in the draft. That's a possibility. Maybe a remote one. So, yeah, wait and see what happens. Then if you're on the clock at the 105, make that deal or a better deal. So I I, I think that it's hard to deal for rookie picks now because I think most – this is pretty you know, much common sense advice in the Dynasty community. Those picks only grow in value as you get closer to your rookie draft. So when you're on the clock, that's when you make the deal. Yep, what do I we agree. do if everyone's thinking that? Tell me what to do if everyone is thinking that in my league. Well, I, I say that, but there are plenty of people that that don't listen that, that don't listen to this, you know, common sense dynasty advice. They don't listen to these podcasts. They don't they don't read um, different websites. So I, I think you just have to know your league and you know work those owners that maybe take a different approach to dynasty. I think that's the, the way to do it. But if you're in a league like, um, like all of us are in with a bunch of like industry sharks, you, you know, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't make those deals, but if you're in a league with, um, a nice mix of people and I, I think you can make those deals, but we're all in a league where we know we can't get away with some of the stuff. Right. That's right. What's that new, new, that next level. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that new, new, Hmm. The uh, I, I want to I feel like this has become a weekly thing now for whatever reason, but I want to bring up a trade that's I've got currently sitting out there and I want to know your all's thoughts um, on Twitter. Shout out to a friend of friend of ours, uh, one Pedro Howard, Peter Howard. Uh, I, I mean, you talk about somebody's stock blowing up right now. Um, you, you couldn't put Diggs and the 105 together to get Peter Howard after his appearance on. Uh, the late round podcast with JJ Zacharyson. I mean, oh, man. <laughs> I wouldn't even offer that. I would get laughed out of the uh, the room. So I'd have Without to question like four firsts and minimum 20, 21, 101. Four firsts minimum. And if the yeah, and if the twenty twenty one isn't the isn't the one hundred one, then get out of here. The so, so Peter, uh, I put it on Twitter. I was like, hey, Peter's been hounding me from the kill Harry for I don't know how long, at least a year now. Um, you know, sh- should I actually try to make a deal with Peter? Because I've just basically said no to everything. Legitimate offers, illegitimate offers. Uh, we've been going back and forth. Like he would just send me like uh, randomness, like Chase Edmonds for Nikhil Harry. And then I'd be like, why do you hate me? And then <laughs> like then he'd send halfway legit offers and I'd still just say no to him just because it was Peter. And I know that it would probably leave him triggered. Um, but anywho. Uh, we're trying to work it out and 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 we're 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 not having a lot of luck but this is the one that i have out there sitting which guys which side would you all rather have in a 12 team points per carry league uh, i think it's like 0.2 points per carry uh one qb Nikhil harry or austin eckler and the 111 what? oh <laughs> i'm taking <laughs> I'm taking the Eckler side for sure. Like, I don't know. I might take the 111. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Still. Dang. Dang. <laughs> hey, Mike, was this an actual trade? And, and was this offered in a super flex league? No. One QB league is an actual trade that is on the table that he's yet to respond to. Because right. we're having a hard time with, with uh, values here. Who has, who has Harry? You do, J. Mike. I have Harry. I don't necessarily okay. want to trade him, but um, but but I'm will, I'm willing to sniff out what can be, what could be. Out of curiosity, where did you take him in the rookie draft, J. Mike? You know what? That's a beautiful question. 
Let me see if I can try to pull that up real quick because I do not know. Uh, I took no. Nikhil Harry at 104 last year. Hmm. So I, I think so you're asking for both of those. Yes, I asked for Eckler and the 111. That was my ask, correct. Wow. That's pricey. <clears throat> I think you can, if you can get that, though, I think there are enough questions about Harry's profile. I mean, we don't even know who his quarterback's going to be, right? So uh, I like the idea of turning that into Eckler in the 111, especially since Eckler signed that deal. We know he's going to be in Los Angeles. I think even in a 1QB league, you're going to pick up probably a pretty nice option at the wide receiver position at the 111. So I, I, I like that deal a lot. It's easy for me. I, I, would, I would definitely make that move. I think uh, I think Eckler is a sell for one and and I think it's odd to try no disrespect J Mike but I just think it's odd to try and acquire or was this was this you J Mike that you said you put it yes. out there okay no, yes. yeah okay so uh no disrespect my friend uh, but I think it's odd to acquire Austin Eckler at this point with news and the contract and things um, it, it's just, just on face value, it's going to be more difficult to acquire him. So yes, it seems like everyone's kind of on this side of, of one eleven and Eckler, but I, I don't know if that is the case, like a month ago or, or two months ago or whatever. It, like I, we might be feeling some sort of, uh, recency bias because of, of the deal and because Harry didn't have a perfect rookie season and and that's what everyone wants out of a rookie wide receiver these days like why did why does one rookie wide receiver season have to like automatically turn into Corey davis or you know Devonte parker or Corey Colm like all these yeah why do we want it so quickly guys harry's fine that's what well, here's, want. Here's you the, want it. You want it quickly. That's what people are looking for. So they want that quickly. top rookie player. You, you know that. That's what everybody wants. That's the theory out there. Um, I don't know what side of the ball, what what side of the field I'm on. And, and and it's not that I'm necessarily looking to sell Nikhil Harry. Uh, this was just for the for the fun of ask asking the people on Twitter uh, after Peters hounded me for a very long time. And Peter's my friend, obviously. Uh, love Peter. So not uh, anymore. For anybody, for, for, <laughs> for anybody that's like, dude, what's his deal? Why is he putting him on black? Like that's yeah. not that's not it. We're, we're, we we clown with this. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to put something together, and I'm I'm having a hard time. Um, I'm having a hard time trying to see what would work. The you know what? Let's do this. I am going to screen share this. Let's get real weird. Okay. Okay. So. Do you get concerned with, you know, it's always seems like wide receivers struggle um, in New England. You know, it's like they get it or they don't kind of thing. And is that a concern that Harry doesn't end up getting it? Um, I mean, I know we didn't get to see a lot because he was out for the first half of the season and everything. But, I mean, is that something that, you know, just because he didn't blow up or show exceptionally well, um that that's something that concerns you long-term. I mean, we know Eckler will produce. Um, 
you know, I think I almost think like that's an even trade either one of those parts and Nikhil Harry right now. And I get it. I mean, wide receivers, we, we do need to be more patient. I, we've just been so, um, you know, 2014 just screwed everybody's minds up of what a wide receiver does. And, um, but I don't know. Do you think that that's a concern just because it seems like wide receivers do struggle with the new England offense quite a bit? Hmm. I mean, That's sure, you have to point. take it into consideration. Um, but what wide receivers have we been looking at in New England that were had that draft capital? You know, like n- none. <laughs> it's it's typically free agents that they're bringing in. Like it, it is. It's it's been kind of a weird few years for New England uh, acquiring these offensive pieces. Um sort of kind of high between Michelle and, you know, Harry. So I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not ready to rule that out. I I don't think they do it often enough for us to be able to say that they're, that they're just going to miss. You know, if you look at what, what uh, J Mike just put up Peter's team, He's got a nice stack of wide receivers. I wouldn't do that trade if I was yep. him. I, I hope you're not listening, Peter, because Eckler is his best running back on, on there. <laughs> Eckler is his best running back on there, and he's 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 got pretty good wide receivers. So, I, I yeah. looking at that, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade Eckler away. And Peter's got a playoff team. P- Peter's got a team that that um, I forgot if they're fringe playoffs or made the playoffs. Um, our teams are in two very different places. His team is a, uh, a pretty, pretty good, ready to contend. I've got a billion and one. Uh, I've got a billion and one rod receivers on my team, a bunch of young guys. Uh, well, yeah, I might as well throw my team up here so you guys can get. And, then, see, uh, and I think see who your running and, backs are. And I think this is one of those really interesting things where uh, when you're trying to find trade partners, uh, even if someone ha- says has something or has a player that you really like uh, or want, uh, it becomes a case where let me I'm sorry, let me zoom in. Uh, it, it becomes one of those things where it becomes really hard to find something that works because uh, th- there's just not much in the way of crossover for um, for your for your team. So here's my squad. I've got a bunch of young wide receivers. Um, sitting on the 102 as well. So I'm pretty excited about that. Seeing what falls in the old lap. But but I am. I mean, my team is my team is struggling, so um did not make the playoffs <laughs> uh at all. And um I earned the 103, but in a trade earlier in the year, uh essentially I had uh ended up with the 102. So that was nice. But yeah, so so Nikhil Harry is one of those pieces for my team that feels like, man, I really need you to to hit. Maybe not now, obviously, because my, my team has the room to grow. Uh, but uh, yeah, I find I just find uh, I find the aspect of trying to trade when you have a trade partner that's willing to do something, but you don't have necessarily pieces that work. Uh, the psychology behind forcing something versus uh, trying to make something else happen is, is interesting because I don't necessarily love Eckler. I like what he did a lot this year, but I don't I don't necessarily love his prospects moving forward as someone who's guaranteed like a lot to be top you know 15 to 18 running back um i think i think that situation in in, in la is very wishy-washy so uh yeah anyway that was a lot of a lot of uh talking by me i apologize but 
Oh, can't forget about Eric Ebron down here. It's my guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> not really my guy, but he's, um, he's a buy. He's a buy. Hey, 2014 sure. draft class. Got you that one year. They all hit eventually, everyone. Yeah. They will hit. Paris Campbell, I thought he was on the Raiders. Bill? He is on the Raiders. He is on the Raiders. <laughs> all right. I have to apologize to who, who am I blocking out here? Uh, Ryan and Paul because of Jake's uh, golfing, Avi. But I had to show this in the chat, J. Mike. Look, you're getting – he brings up a great point, okay? This is – and this is exactly what an EP should do. And I'm just so very happy to have Jake back in the executive producer position. So thank you, Jake, for joining us for one, allegedly. And for two, posting this comment that is entirely true. J. Mike turning open bar into his own dynasty trade calculator. Cry face emoji, kissy face emoji. Look, J. Mike, this is the opening. This is this is the open bar. Opening bar. Bless you. I think you forgot this part because this isn't a this isn't a trade calculator pod. What are you what are you doing? Are you are you going into the DLF, you know, little trade analyzer, the 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 dynasty trade calculator, you know? Uh shout out to all of those guys and they do great work. But J Mike, what are you doing, man? This isn't this Listen. isn't about your fantasy teams. This is about the open bar, our four guests. You you wanted to bring on four people every week. Now we have six total. We have people to cater to, and you're I just talking about. I love you're, it. You're, you're bringing on your your dumb teams with trying to get rid of Nikhil Harry. First of all, dumb. Why would you do that? And now you you seriously have the audacity to start talking about Eric Ebron. What is wrong with you, Justin? Soak this in because it's not me and you this time. Soak it in, buddy. <laughs> My 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 turn, <laughs> my turn. Yes, <clears throat> yes. You seem to forget uh -huh. that this podcast has two hosts. Oh, you who who pay all the bills with the face, with the voice, <laughs> with everything that you've got going on uh, from a podcast intro standpoint, uh, Mister Gearing. If you real nasty, hey. and then there's myself, the 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 lesser known, lesser famed. One who gets to just come in here, ask questions, and let smart people talk. Now, the beauty in all of this is that what I was trying to do, um, and as you just kind of put me on blast for, is just to get the perspective of the four really smart people that we have on the podcast with us tonight. Uh, and that's also what the kids call hashtag content. Uh -huh. With that said, maybe, maybe, just maybe, I didn't have the money this month to re-up on my, on my Dynasty Trade Calculator. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, just maybe. You, know you hoping I, one of these four guests have it? <laughs> Here, let me look maybe it up I for was you. Just trying to, maybe I was trying to get somebody else to hit up that league import feature for me. Uh, to see, to see I tried to keep us. I tried to keep us. <laughs> oh, hey, Justin, I, I, no, I know you signed up for DTC last month because you hit me in the DMs. You said it. You 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 came at me with this trade and you said. It's look, J. Mike. It's fair, so I know that you've got it. <laughs> Unbelievable! I can't. I can't believe you tried to do me like that. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of, shout out to the guys over at DTC. I do have my subscription. It is alive and well. No, I'm, not, I'm just kidding. It's all jokes. I am too. No, forget you, man. 
<laughs> Jay, Mike, what are you doing with that 102 right now? Uh, the, the person that has the 101 has told me that they are very, very uh, strongly leaning towards Jonathan Taylor, uh, which means that, and I can't get too, I can't reveal all of my, all of my secrets right now because mm-hmm. there's one Zach Reed, tacit assassin, uh, who's who's right behind me at 103. So no, I'm just kidding. I, I'm looking at Swift. Uh, like Swift would be ideal. Uh, I'm really curious how everything shakes out with landing spots, though. Um, I don't have I don't have a ton of gap between like the Taylor Dobbins uh, Swift. I like I like uh, those three quite a bit. Um, Cam Akers uh, is further down for me, uh, and I like Ceh a lot. So uh, I really like 102 because it gives me either uh, probably Taylor or Swift, and I don't know. And again, this being a points per carry league, curious how it all. Uh, regarding draft capital and where these guys land, but I really like Swift's and we talk about guys like not having to wait for them to produce. The cool thing about this is um, all of these guys, I think Taylor included uh, can be good in the passing game, but Swift's ability in the passing game is something that he can come out the gate and be viable in immediately, which I think is a lot of fun to, to, to think about. So I think the Swift is probably my guy right now. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what shakes out. And um, to go back to another comment that uh, Jake put out, look, look at the EP just coming through. Gosh, just really, really proud of him right now. This this podcast has been great because of him. Jake Anderson, he said earlier somewhere, I'm not I'm not going to try and find it and post it up here, but he he was uh, saying that once free agency hits, people are going to be really disappointed about where these potential rookie running backs or, you know, cause you were talking about running backs there, J Mike or, or wide receivers, go, go, they're going to be disappointed because of where these free agents land. Um, do you agree with our beloved EP people of the open bar? I agree that people would be disappointed, but I don't agree that they should be. Um, we see it every year where guys get drafted to p- situations that we think are worse than they actually are. Um, you know, we, we saw it after Minnesota signed, uh, Latavius and then they draft Delvin we saw it with Hyde and, uh, Duke Johnson and then Cleveland drafts Chubb, you know, there's just situations where people, you know, talent's going to rise to the top. So like, I'm not too worried about that, but yes, I agree that people will be, um, worried about situations after they see landing spots. And it, and it has to do with you know, the, the combination of not not just like a running back existing there, like sure that is something, but like, for example, the Eagles, you know, landing Jordan Howard, that was just awful for Miles Sanders, but not necessarily the Jordan Howard part, but the fact that it's the Eagles and that they're going to use like 32 running backs in the backfield. And, and that's just scary in itself. So Miles Sanders certainly took a dip and eventually we got to see him play a little bit more possibly because of Jordan Howard injury, but also because I think people started thinking he was good, possibly people from the coaching staff of the Eagles. So, um, yeah, culmination of things, but it's, I think it is scary in general for sure. Hey guys, I've got a question for you. What happens if Jonathan Taylor goes to the Detroit lions? Cause Dane Brugler in his last mock had, the Detroit Lions taking Taylor. How do you think people feel about that? Do people then just write off Carry On Johnson 
and think Taylor is going to take over that role, or we just have a shower cry because it's just horrible for both of them. I mean, because I think there's some landing spots that I'm trying to figure out how the community will react to them. And Detroit's one of those spots for a running back. So what do you guys think? Please, no. I mean, for Lions fans, great, but come on. Come on. I feel bad for Carrion Johnson if that happens. Yeah. I think he's a great talent. Getting Trey Mason. Come in and have have Jonathan come in there and take over and because I think he's going to be a, a a good running back. That that would just hurt Johnson, I think. Lions don't like Carrion Johnson. Simple as that. I do. I do. That's I mean, all that yeah, matters. Yeah, we all do. I like him. I think he's talented, but Mike Vrabel is not. I'm happy girl. Uh, Matt Patricia is an idiot. Well, you got to so, have a running back that's going to be healthy, and he hasn't been healthy two years in yeah, a row. So, exactly. um, that's, that's you know, that's also. something you you got to have more than one running back. I mean, that's every team, really. And, I mean, he's he's had injuries even back into college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody loves his talent. I mean, no question, carry on is talented. But, I mean, he keeps getting knee injuries. I mean, I think this is his third one since college. You know, it's, it's hard to keep, you know, trust somebody like that. So, I mean, yes, if they if they draft uh, Taylor, then, you know, that's definitely going to hurt carry on. But that's an incredible one two punch as long as he stays healthy, at least for the next year or so. Yeah, that's a good point, Bill, because he's, he's been hurt a few times. That, that's a great point. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, and carry on is one of those guys that's very intriguing to me, but this is like such a pivotal year for him and if the lions were to go and, and draft a running back early second round uh, that says a lot so I, I hope it doesn't happen but you know it, it's I've, I've seen it at least one mock which is Brugler's mock so there, there's a little bit of buzz about the detroit lions taking a running back so yeah I, i'm curious as to you got to keep in mind also that both the gm and the uh coach are um you know kind of on the hot seat so like they're going to be making decisions for players they feel are going to help them win this year. Um, if you know if they trust Carrion and they want to roll the dice, you know maybe they grab somebody a little bit later. But um, you know if they don't they don't trust them. I mean that's the easiest way to get you know at least for those type of play or you know, coaches you know thinking running backs potentially matter more and they want somebody they can trust a little bit more. Um, you know I, I guess I could see it, but. I, as a Lions fan, I ho- really hope they don't pick somebody that early. The, 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 this feels like a prime. This feels like a prime buying spot for carry on. So let me ask you guys this, because, uh, and I, and I've seen it alluded to oftentimes this off season in that carry on is kind of on this trajectory uh, or or the same kind of. Um, career path, if you will, as Dalvin Cook. Miss part of one season, miss part of another season, come out and uh, just absolutely destroy things in, in your in your third year. So let me ask you guys this. Um, what is the byline for you? If you if you would buy carry on Johnson, what's the byline? And what's the sell line if you are if you are looking to move carry on Johnson? I just sold him actually last week. Oh, let's hear it. I, Give it to us. I sold in a super flex league. I sold Carry on Johnson in the one twelve for the one hundred two. Give me Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like that trade. I mean, I, I think that that's like a great that. trade for you. Yeah, it's a nice deal. Yeah. I like it too. Thank you. Yeah, trying to go back years and so 
you know, trying to get or swift, I'll take either or. Not really worried. I think that it's I think it's hard to get a first for carry on right now. So to be able to jump up that high, um, you know, that's that's pretty impressive. Um I don't know what I pay. I'm not paying a first for carry on. Um I'd sell probably for a top fifteen super flex pick. Um, I'd probably buy for a little less than that. Okay, so you're all the way yeah. up to the what two oh three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the top 15 guys um, in the draft, so I feel pretty good um, flipping uh, carry-on for one of those guys. Okay. Just as a point of reference here, carry-on Johnson is in February ADP for DLF. Player number 62. Player mm-hmm. 62. Right, uh, right after wow. Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, and Jarvis Landry. And just before, David Montgomery, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner. Wow, Lev Bell's that far down, huh? Yeah, I'd take Bell. So what is it like one oh five or six or so ish? As far as ADP well, goes. I mean it's funny you say Maybe that. Clyde Edwards Alaire is player number fifty eight, so So probably like is that yeah, six, seven, seven, eight, maybe. Yeah, six, seven, eight. Okay. Mm, rookie fever is high, so he's not gonna get that. Yeah. Mm. Huh. I don't know. I find if, if you're betting on carry on, I feel like this is a prime prime opportunity for you. No, for sure. If you like him, I mean, I think that this is going to be the lowest you can get him. If he anything, you know, with the uncertainty of the you know players getting mocked to the Lions, you know, there's more right. uncertainty. So yeah, for sure. Like if you like, I'm personally not that guy. But if if you if you are, I mean, for sure, I don't think you're going to get him any cheaper than right now unless those mocks are accurate and then, you know, you'll get them for much cheaper. And the thing, like looking at it just in a general sense of like running backs don't matter, I guess like that maybe carry on doesn't matter. I mean, this literally does happen that running backs get replaced just immediately because something happens, whether a team makes a, good decision or bad decision or just a, a running back <laughs> comes in uh, out of nowhere and replaces a running back, uh, the other running back. Like it happens. So, I mean, I, I, I don't have it. Everybody, everybody goes to a com- committee lately so that you have one, two, sometimes three options. I mean, and whoever's the hot guy, that's who they usually go with. So these opportunities happen for all these guys all the time. Yeah. And, so why why look at like I think carry on is good so I think think I'll go buy him I mean you, you could think Monty is good and, and go buy him all, all these like volatile running backs you could go and buy but it just it just seems so to me just so incredibly risky unless it is like one of these top three four five guys uh, of running backs you know between uh, uh, Barkley and and calf and Kamara, I suppose, and and Zeke, but like, there's not much else to me. Like, I'm not buying. Yeah. I, I'm okay waiting. I, I'm with you. I, I want to buy those elite running backs, and then maybe a guy like David Johnson that you could get for you know cheap from some owners. But I, yeah, th- those guys kind of in the middle, like the Carrion Johnsons of the world, David Montgomerys. It's just too risky at this point. It, it's just not worth it for me. Yeah. 
how comfortable are you buying even the elite guys? Cause there's so many of those guys that are getting to that, those contract years. And we don't know if there's going to be holdouts, you know, that sort of thing. Like, do you really want to be buying those guys at the mo at the moment, you know, just cause McCaffrey's right there. Kamara's there, you know, I mean, really it's Zeke Barkley. Those are the only two guys I actually even feel comfortable adding. And I don't even really feel comfortable adding Zeke because I think he's going to start losing volume. So really it's Barkley to me. So don't buy great, running backs, period. Yeah, that's a great point. It really is. But 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 if you think about it, if you're one of these teams that either is French playoffs or something of that nature, and we're chatting uh here to talking in reference to Le'Veon Bell since he was in that group with Carrion Johnson, you, you could realistically you could pay early seconds and early second for carry on in an early second to late first for Le'Veon Bell and end up with two top 15 backs if things shake right and you pay very little from from an investment standpoint in them uh, compared to the expectation of whatever you want that 110, 111, 112 to do for you in year one. I just find it interesting how, and Jake's saying, hey, Le'Veon Bell's a major buy, which I agree with. I don't feel like the narrative behind him right now is a buy. It feels like no no one's and carry on maybe even the same boat. Nobody's like seeking them. So if you're moving those guys, you're probably the one that has them on your team, or you're going out trying to find these people and you're you're initiating the the conversation because I don't see a lot in reference to a discussion on those guys. So um I, I feel like that's a that's a lower cost um proposition that I may be willing to throw out depending on what my team was or what my team looked like. Now, again, I'm definitely team. I get, get, get the old RBs off my team, but for the, for the right price, for the right value, I feel like that could, uh, that could pay dividends. So I just uh, also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I didn't want to say too, but, but knowing the risk, the risk being, if you acquire Le'Veon Bell, this might be the point of his career where he's, he's, he's going to the old folks home on your roster. Like he's not he, he, the, the resale value of him is is going is not going to be pretty if he has another season like he did last season, uh, and, and we get to the end of the season in twenty twenty and it's like man nobody wants carry I mean nobody wants let Bell period. So if you got Bell right now, what would you do with Bell if you had him on your team right now? I, I sold him in my one super flex league. I sold him Brandon Cooks and Slayton for one. Before the combine, give me John Taylor. So, who's your top uh, rookie this year, Justin? Uh, has to be Cam Akers. <laughs> uh, <John> <laughs> uh, I mean, the dude just. If I have Bell on my team, I'm not doing anything with him. I'm I'm keeping him on the yeah. team because you're just nah. not going to get enough value back to, you know, compared to the production you're going to get. See, I kind of, um, I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. I, I kind of feel the same way. If you got them, you got to keep them. You got to hold on to them unless you can get decent value for them. And no one's really going to give you anything for them. I don't think so. You're better off just holding on to them for another year and see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he's a hold. I mean, he's 28 years old at this point. And I, I think maybe we can see a little bit of a bounce back. He had four touchdowns in 2019. I feel like we're going to see some positive TD regression. So, but but long term, as a dynasty asset, I'm not optimistic. The guy's 28 years old. We've seen this right. the story before. So, yeah, it's a, he's a hold right. for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, he could just go by the wayside like Freeman, you know? It's just, like, just guys like that where all of a sudden... Like, I had McCoy on my team for, like, six years, and that's finally this year was the year that, you know, I didn't get anything out of him. So, you know, sometimes you just ride those guys out and just throw them to the wayside when when they're not doing anything anymore. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, Gabe, you have anything else? Of course. What are you talking about? <laughs> we got another hour and a half. What? You trying, you're trying to you trying to sneak yeah. out of here before y'all. an hour and a half. Y'all. What are you? Hour and a half. We, you know, I'm on the East started, Coast, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Paul, Paul, of course Lee. I knew that. <laughs> I know. Of course I knew that. I mean, I, I work with electric wires. I'm, I don't want to get electrocuted. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you, what, what are you? What are you gonna? What? What, Paul? Are you gonna have a white claw and go to bed? Come on, man. Look, look. Yeah, let me tell you something. Does this look like white claw to you? <laughs> ah, that's my Paul. That's not white claw. <laughs> anybody can chug a. Anybody can chug a mango. White uh huh. <laughs> From the go to the Paul. Ah, I'm, I'm not right now. That, that's, that shit's tasty. Right back at you, Josh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of mango ones. That's why. I mean, I don't know. I drink all the good ones. Right back at you, Josh. Yeah, right now, Jake. Jake is somewhere fuming right now. He's going to come through his come through these internet wires and choke one of y'all out. Um, I mean, no, I don't, J. Mike. But I mean, I'm I'm cer- I'm certain there is something that can be mentioned. I mean, we can keep talking rookies. I just don't want you to get annoyed with it because I feel like you get annoyed with me quickly when we talk about things that we've talked about often. Are you going to hit me again or are we good if we talk rookies? <laughs> what? What? What did I? What? What did I say? We ready? Can, can, we, talk, can we talk rookies? It's it's not what you say. Oh, geez. Here it's how go. you say it. Yeah, that's how I say it. It's... That is a That is my cry for help. This okay. is an intervention. Yeah. Well, sponsored. Okay. Uh, this open bar is brought to you by Dead Monotone Voices. Dead Monotone. Oh, let's see. All no. right. No, no character allowed on the open bar. This is. It's so good to have you all tonight. Yeah, so yesterday, I, uh, I watched paint you. dry for about six hours. That was, I, that's great, Justin. Tell me more. Exhilarating. And then I, uh, what color I actually was it? flew. I mean, it was actually white paint, so it was really artistic. Oh, um, and yeah. then I, I watched a video, a 10-hour loop of grass growing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a a 10-hour loop. <laughs> and then I thought it was like, I don't know. Are you taking the gummies too, Justin? <laughs> Is my money going Yo. for that too? Hair product and gummies? Really? It's not, not even illegal. In, not even legal in New York State yet. Are you going to Massachusetts on the weekends? <laughs> I probably should. I could definitely use some of that right now, dude. Uh, where's your mother? Where's your mother right now? <laughs> you do no. How am I supposed to know? Go to your room. <laughs> your room. Get in the basement. Get in the basement. Paul, what what is what's the worst what's the worst thing that Justin ever did as a kid? Between the years thirteen and eighteen, I dunked on him. 
No. What? <laughs> you never dunk on me. You, you never dunk on me and you never will. You might be six foot six, but you'll never dunk on me. Listen, never. Man. Listen, man. You haven't wanted to play me in one-on-one in the last two years because you're scared. Look, I want Uh-oh. I want this. I want this. I want this live stream. We can we can do a <laughs> live stream. What would happen if it's sponsored by the open bar? A 53-year-old whooped his ass. Put, him in his, put his six foot six frame in his place. That would have to be a different reality. And, and Justin knows about that, trust. And I know hit a different universe. <laughs> I got him in one of these. You would hit the ground before you even dunked on me. You'll never dunk on me ever. Ever. I could tell these guys stories when you were a kid when I used to whoop your ass. You used to yeah. cry. I would put mm-hmm. the ball down in the driveway. Remember this? I'd put the ball in the driveway and go, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. I went in the house. Remember them days? I didn't like to lose. No, you didn't, but I, ne- <laughs> I never let you win either. That just to prove a point. Yeah. How many times did I put that ball down and go see you later? I went in the house. I don't have a tally of this kind of but thing. But now they want to know from 13 to 18 what's the worst I do. thing. That's what they want to know. I do want to know badly. It's okay. We can wrap up the show with that. We can talk about rookies in the meantime. You can you can vibe on that. Think about it. Jay, Mike, what do you got? What rookies do you want to talk about? <laughs> Let's talk about how Zach Moss is trash. Ow. Oh. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. Uh, Anybody like Zach Moss? Know. Anybody a big, big Moss fan? I still do. Yikes! It's just the four, the four seven scared me. Like I said, no, I'm not. Whenever that. week that was that last week. Thing. Yeah, he's fine. Pretty much, he's just a guy. Why just a guy? Yeah, he's just a guy. Just a guy. Let's see. Sleeper wide receivers. I mean, I like Antonio Gibson a lot. He's not wide receiver. He's running back. But I like Antonio Gibson a lot. You know. God, there's so many wide receivers in this class. I, I can't wait to see. There's a lot. What, what happens and there, there are going to be some steals. There are going to be some guys that slip to the third, fourth round that people are like, Oh, fourth round wide receiver that, that will do something. So I, I, I love the wide receivers in this class. So excited. Do we think that the wide receiver, I mean, it's, it sounds like that from you. Uh, I wasn't looking at this uh, screen here, but I thought someone mentioned it. In the, oh no, never mind. Uh, in the, in the, in the so-called, chat uh do we think that running backs are uh not as deep as the wide receivers then kind of in general oh yeah 100 percent. okay i mean easy easy you got to take running backs early in your rookie drafts because yeah. you get the second round there's i mean it's you got the zach mosses of the world I mean, come on yeah right hey but what about Okay, then what about the you say get the running backs early? Um, as far as tiers go, do you think that the running back backs are stronger up top than the wide receivers are? Because I mean, we haven't talked a whole lot about Judy and Lamb and Rager, like uh, rugs, <laughs> rugs. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> seems like Twitter is going to implode over that dude. Uh, <laughs> what what a what as far as just comparing those those tier one possibly tier two um guys and running backs and wide receivers, which is stronger in y'all's opinion? Well I think, the top I, think I don't think that there's like a sizable difference at the top end necessarily, but I think just because of the scarcity of the running back 
running back first. Um, and typically, like, you know, most people want to draft rookie running backs just because they have that potential to pop sooner. Um, so, I mean, but I don't necessarily – like, I'm not a – a draft Nick to be able to tell you, okay, like CD lamb is actually a better as a wide receiver than, you know, Jonathan Taylor is as a running back. I'm just as a fan, you know, for dynasty, I think that running backs, you know, that's where I, I look to first in rookie drafts. Hmm. I think there are a lot of really, really good wide receivers in this draft class, but I, I think that there are some outstanding running backs. So I, I think that, uh, Taylor, Swift, Dobbins, and, and maybe Hilaire and, and Acres can, can can all be really outstanding fantasy assets. Um, and, and I think there's some question marks that always are about wide receivers. L- look at Nikhil Harry, the aforementioned Nikhil Harry, a first-round wide receiver that was taken last year, and he didn't produce. I just think it's a smart bet to take the running backs because they're going to hold their value. Um, and you could probably flip one of those guys for – one of the wide receivers plus next year. I, I mean, I, I, so for me, it's all about the running backs early on. I just think you have to do that. You have to hammer running backs. You're going to be able to get great wide receivers in the second round of your, your rookie draft. So I'm team running back all the way early. I agree with you, but it's just a bummer when, you know, like the Harry's happen and then they fall off a cliff and now you can get them for less than Austin Eckler, apparently. But then there are, you know, uh, possibly like the, the Debo, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf type of wide receivers that just surge and, and you now cannot really purchase. I mean, you can, I guess, but it, it's not necessarily an ideal situation as, as far as stocks go. Um, whereas you might want to uh, purchase the, the lower cost type of wide receiver, not necessarily at their high. They can certainly go higher, but um, I hope you kind of understand what I mean, that they, they were they were cheaper. Yeah. But to, to Ryan, to, to, throw, to throw back E for a second, and Justin, I'm sorry, you, I didn't mean to cut you off. There you go. The, we, we talk about like with Corey Davis, but even – and I forgot who was talking about this the other day. I want to be able to give credit, but – too many, too many things in my head right now. Corey Davis held his value really well over three seasons. Like the the perceived, and again, wherever you were taking him in that season, the 103, 101, whatever it was. Um, I mean, he held his value pretty well, pretty much up until this past season, where things kind of fell off a cliff when we saw AJ Brown actually take a step forward with Corey Davis on the team. And Ryan Tannehill looking, um, looking fantasy relevant as well. So um, I, I I agree with you. I'm with you in that. Yes, the top end. I'm one. I'm 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 looking at the running backs early as well. But the man, <laughs> and in 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 trade addict seven, I've got a really really fun project that I've, I'm working on. And by project, I mean just a. I've been made a, making a bunch of crazy trades just to see how this is going to look when I finish it. But between like pick 107 and 203, I've got like seven picks, um, and, I, and I'm and I'm really just curious how things shake out um, in, in the draft because I feel like that area is going to be really fun to either try to shoot for 21 picks or other good players because still even like the early second round those will be picks that maybe people will be throwing you 2021 20, first for. Uh, so I find I, I find I find the wide receiver depth to be crazy. And uh, it, it allows for some really interesting 
uh, things that you can try to do with your rosters uh, and, and not have your value tank after one year, I don't think, with with this particular class. Yeah, I think with Corey Davis, though, Corey Davis was a wasn't he like a was he a top five pick, top 10 pick? Where, where did the Titans take him? I, top, I don't remember. Top 10, I think. Yeah, I think he was 105. So that's pretty rarefied air. I don't think any of these wide receivers are going to go in the top 10. Um, and if they do, I think it's a different story. But I, I think you're going to see Lamb, Judy Ruggs probably go mid to late first round. And I, and I still want to take those running back bets, those uh, day two running backs over those wide receivers. Now, if one of those guys goes in the top five, top 10, I think it's a different story. But uh, yeah, I, I for me, I just, I mean, you, you, you made the point. Uh, the the wide receiver depth is ridiculous. Look at your screen. Lamb, Jefferson, Judy, Rager, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we can go on and on. It, it's it's just crazy. So uh, for me, my strategy is to attack the running backs early um, and, and then wide receivers later. Superflex, guys, I have a question for all of you. What do you do with the quarterbacks? I, I mean, are you locked in? Mm, there are we you, go. Are you locked into Burrow go. at the 101? Uh, Tua, assuming he goes early and we're not worried about medicals, is, is he a... Uh, top three, four super flex pick. What about Herbert? If he goes to the chargers as a top 10 draft pick, how does that throw off these super flex drafts? Because I mean, I don't know. It's tough because I feel like there are a lot of options at quarterback and super flex leagues, but I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? So I just did a uh, mock on a pod uh, last uh, Friday and uh, there's four of us and uh, Burrow went one, Tua went two, um, Herbert went 11, and then Jordan Love was 203. Now, I think Herbert's going to go a lot earlier, and probably if Love's drafted early, I'm pretty sure we're going to see him in the first round too. Uh, but, God, just imagine how much the players that are going to get pushed in the second round if that's the case. Oh, man, that's that's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. If you don't If you don't get Burrow... And I would take Herbert as my next quarterback. I think he's, his stock is just, just going to jump up. I like him a lot. So, Paul, where do you where do you take these guys in superflex drafts? What's what's I mean? Do you take quarterback at one hundred and one in superflex? Uh, I like Jonathan Taylor too. I mean, I mean, yeah, I would take Burrows at the one hundred and one in a superflex. Justin, Justin you're doesn't your head, agree. No. <laughs> you go Taylor one on one. It's the same thing. You're not, you're not taking Who? Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I like Taylor, but I mean, something. quarterbacks in a super flex. Mm. Yeah, but you're not uh, taking them. You're not taking Mahomes or Lamar Jackson over like maybe some people would, but over like McCaffrey or Barkley. Uh, I think Burroughs is, is going to be is going to be something special. I, I think he and I mean Taylor is going to be the best running back in that class, but. I, I got to take Burrow there at the 101 if I'm in a super flex. Are you worried I mean, about his be, receiving? Gonna... Are you worried about um, Taylor's lack of receiving until his uh, junior year? No, not really. He showed he can do it last year. No, not really. He I mean, showed... I mean, I think he's a good I mean, running back. Thinking... He showed it last year that he can. Oh, he's a great ball. running back for sure. I mean, I mean, I know he had like what, 28 catches. What's that? He's like one of six running backs to have over like I think it's like six thousand rushing yards or something like that in his collegiate career, and he did it in three years. Where like the rest of the guys on the list did it all in four years, Ooh. and then he had a uh, 
Yeah, last season he caught 26 out of 36 targets in his production. You know, in, in, in all retrospect, you, you got to look at what your team needs, right? In a super flex, if you're looking at a quarterback and you're looking at a quarterback for the future, I think you got to take Burrow. If you need a running back, you take, take Taylor. But if I'm in a super flex and I got the one-on-one, it's going to be hard to pass up on Burrow. For me, for me. Can anyway. I make can I make an argument for Tua? Absolutely. Just curious. Um, obviously, if, if both guys go in the top five, uh, and and uh, you you earn the one hundred and one. Um, who? So let's say Tua's combine medicals come back fine. Let's say uh, Burrow Which goes. They to have, the, I think. I think they have right. His medicals come back. Yeah. I believe. Right. And, and I think that he's supposed to be cleared right. for like full go in like the next week or so, something like that. If, if that's the case, um, I, I, I I want to argue just for a moment, and, and I don't feel super strong about this. I'm just curious because I loved what Tua did over the last three seasons. Um, and I really loved, obviously, what Burrow did in his last season. But uh, I, what if I think Tua's better and my team's still really far away? Is it okay for me to be to to say, hey, I'll, I'll take the red shirt year um, with Tua and reap whatever benefits in him possibly being the guy in the second year? Or do you have to take Burrow because of the fact that he's going to be on the field year one? Um, I, I think that's something that people can wrestle with. But if I if I've earned the one on one or if I've earned that really high pick, I've I've really earned liked Tua for a long time, and he's been really good. He's been really good. You know, I, I agree with you, J-Mac. I mean, I'm sorry, Bill. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, he's it, for his first three years, he was a, he was a good quarterback. Burrow's just shown it in his last the last season. I mean, the LSU offense was explosive, but what Tua's done in the three years, I got no problem with taking Tua over Burrow. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, – I mean, I think any of the top three – I think there's a top three for me, and I'm okay taking either of those two quarterbacks or – uh, Taylor at 101 through, you know, it's just a matter of like, those are the three I think that are, you're going to see in pretty much all drafts. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Tool, I, I you think, know, he's, he, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. No, no, I'm sorry, Paul. I was going to say, yeah, you can make the argument for Tua. I, I mean, the, the people kind of forget because, because of the way he ended his year, how crazy good he's been for the last two years. I, I mean, just you know, his completion percentage, um, touchdown interception ratio. I, I mean, two is just so accurate, and and I think they're you know Burrow a couple of red flags for me. It's that he's done it for one year, and that nine inch hand size. I'm sorry, guys. Will always jokes about how he talk about <laughs> players' hands. I worry about that in a cold climate like Cincinnati. I, I really think hand size is a thing for a guy that plays in Cincinnati. So. I think you make the argument for Tua. I, I think both options are great. I think they both can be, you know, probably back in quarterback ones in in leagues. So you, you does uh, does Mahomes nine and a quarter inch hands worry you? Well, okay. <laughs> well, no, he said okay. That's fine. Hey, no. every. There, we have outliers in dynasty football and fantasy football, don't we? We have outliers. Like Cooper Cup is an outlier, right? Um, small school guy, older, going into the league. Um, there's always an outlier. Antonio Brown, outlier, right? Drafted super late. Look at the numbers he put up. Patrick Mahomes is an outlier. So 
no, I don't worry about his hands because I've seen it. But Joe Burrow, we've seen it for one year. We saw it in the SEC. We have not seen him play in a cold weather climate. I, I, I think you've got to question that. I, I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, so no, Mahomes' hands don't bother me because I've seen him do it. He's he won the Super Bowl, but um, Joe Burrow ha- hasn't done anything in the NFL yet. So yeah, I think it's a legit concern. Uh, I would take Burrow over Tua, but I would not be surprised if Tua was a better quarterback than Burrow. How's that sound? I don't, I don't think you go. You could go wrong with either one. You can argue that point all day long. That's fair. I, I, I mean, who's the right pick? There? I, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find. Yeah, out. I mean, there, there's obviously concerns. Like, yeah, the hands are definitely something that you got to pay attention sure. to. Yeah. Um, you know, the one year of production. I mean, he he was starting to show at the end of last year too. And that, keep in mind that was his first year with that system and all that sort of thing. So. Like, I mean, there, there's, of course, there's excuses for anything, but the fact is he only had one year. And um, so those are definitely things that you got to consider. Um, man, like just watching Burrow, I mean, he literally looked almost perfect this year. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, oh. I don't know how important it is, but like his like precision and his passes were just so ridiculous. Like, wherever you know the defender was the placement of that pass was the opposite side you know like every location was just perfect and you know i don't know how important that is in the nfl i don't know if that's something that he can even replicate in the nfl but i mean it was it just blew me away for every single game that i watched you know that it was just so incredible and although Tua gets it there i mean his location of the passes aren't nearly as like precise, I guess. But I mean, he's getting it there, and those guys are making plays. Oh no doubt. So, yeah, for real. Like I mean, every single one. If you look at like the leverage of where the DB is compared to where his passes are, like it's just crazy where Burrow was compared to Tua. Um, but Tua had it in the you know where the the guys can make plays. So I don't know how important that is. Like I'm not like I said, I'm not some draft Nick or film break, you know, guy that can break down film incredibly, but I mean, it was super noticeable to me. You know, a lot of guys, um, like I'm going to stick up for J Mike here because I'm a, I like Burrow over Tua, but a lot of the analysts like Tua over Burrow. Just can he come back from that injury? He had three years of experience before he got hurt. Right. Whereas Burrow just had that one good year, which was fantastic. I mean, the LSU offense was, was explosive just all the way around. So you can argue, like I said, you can argue that all day long, but a lot of the analysts do like two over Burrow. For sure. So we'll see how he comes back from that so injury there, and, and see what happens. There's no doubt that Burrow had a special year, and, and I think it does say something about the fact he just torched the competition in the, in the playoffs, yeah. right? I mean, he beat two really great college football teams. I mean, his statistics – he he, seventy six point three percent of his pa- completion percentage. That's ridiculous. Sixty yeah. touchdowns to six interceptions. I mean, we've never seen a season like it. So, I mean, yes, I have my concerns about one year and the hand size and everything. But but I, but I'm with you guys. I mean, they're both outstanding picks. I, I mean, they could mm-hmm. both be special in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. I, I so yeah. I mean, it's an exciting class in the Super Lux League. You know, we've got some intriguing quarterbacks. We've got some very exciting running backs, wide receivers. It's going to be fun. Rookie drafts are going to be so much fun. 
we have a long wait, and it's going to suck to wait that long for these redrafts. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, these so guys are have, exciting. This is it a is. question I have for you guys, and I really don't know much about him. Um, but um, now I just blanked on uh, Brian Edwards. Like, I know you listed him. Uh, is that his name? I got his name you right? Got it. Okay. Um, I find him difficult to gauge. Like, where... Like, is he a mid-second round guy? Is he, you know, he's a he's a guy who went back for his senior year, um, you know, then breaks his foot, right, or had some foot issue. So, like, we didn't get to see him test. You know, what what's his story? Super early breakout age, right? Uh, I think either age 17 or 18 breakout age. So the analytic, analytics of uh, – community really really is a big fan of him uh and, and folks who even watch tape big fans of him as well in terms of his ability to make plays uh, his ability with the ball in the hand all those things uh he's not my favorite but uh he's definitely a good player but he did have that whole foot break thing so he came out as a senior breaks his foot i think right either was it right before the combine he broke his foot yeah, and Saturday. um yeah and, and as jake put in the chat uh, he's likely not going before day three so uh, as a day three wide receiver, like I'm, I don't know how excited I am about his prospects, um, specifically with draft capital in this group. Like I, I think he's a fine player. Question just becomes, how does he make his way to the top of a depth chart uh, to be able to be fantasy viable versus just being a guy who's on an NFL roster and, and is decent for a team? I, that's just one of the questions, one of the many questions I think I, I have with with Brian Edwards, but he's super talented. Yeah, I wonder if the the foot thing doesn't happen and he goes first round of the NFL draft. Right. What happens? Right. You know, you can only can really only speculate, but right. uh Yeah. Polarizing. But but, but please don't say. tell <laughs> polarizing. <laughs> uh please don't tell Cody Kutzer I said that. He's a he's a Brian Edwards stand and he will fight me uh if if he hears me say anything less than stellar uh things about brian edwards what's his handle j mike i'm just asking for a friend at C uh, Pitzer, C i think yeah okay. wow what a tattletale bill unbelievable <laughs> i was gonna throw him off the scent i was gonna say something real wild and reckless i got you j mike <laughs> unbelievable we supposed to be friends bill we supposed to be friends <laughs> what am i gonna do I about mean, my legs charlie murphy <laughs> um, it's crazy. Okay, J. Mike, you you can have your way, but first we must have a draft. Yes, and that draft is going to be um yeah. something. Wait, 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 wait. No, I got it. I've got it. If we're knowledgeable enough. If we're knowledgeable enough, this could go really well. Okay. So we're, we're going to, you know what? And I'll, I'll broaden it so that we can have some flexibility here. So I want to have a draft of the solar system because we were talking so much about time and space and Justin's been in this world and this world, and this world, and this world, and this world, and he just keeps coming to this world until he can beat his dad in one-on-one. -on -one. But it ain't gonna happen, Justin. 
Oh, geez, you're in that false reality too. Oh, I got God. you. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, no. hey, Magumbo. Hey, <laughs> J Mike, the callback. The callback. The Kimbe Magumbo. All right. Well, okay. So we will broaden the spectrum. You may draft. Whatever is just you feel a vibe to it. I don't. I don't know if you're into that sort of thing. Mercury, Mercury retrograde, um, full moons. Anything that you want to say about the solar system that you like could be stars, planets, um, uh, comets. But you have before, to before or after gummies. <laughs> yeah, Paul's a big gummy guy. Isn't isn't this all after gummies, Paul? Isn't this all after gummies? Uh, look, Come on, it's, look, it's elite. It's illegal in New York State. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, <laughs> we're all in Massachusetts tonight, buddy. Oh shoot! Ripe. <laughs> Yo, Paul's uh, wild. Um, I'm here for it. I am here. For it. <laughs> yeah. It's past his bedtime, dude. I know, he's <laughs> on it. <laughs> the freaks come out at we night. Might, we <laughs> might get him to chug a white cloth. Order that, that bottle's gone. That's oh, why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you pick your thing, and then you have to, of course, you know, make a juxtaposition to a fantasy football player. Can be new, old, whatever. Just make a comparison to a planetary something or or solar system something. All right, can we do this? Can we do this? Are we are we are we good enough for this? Can we go on the fly? I've been just kind of bullshitting for like two minutes so that people can come up with something. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> sure, um, we're we're good. We're good. All right. Well, to be fair, to be fair, I am going to start with our um, space expert, really, uh, Mr. Elon Musk himself. But he ain't got the he ain't got the Musk uh, around them ladies with that FF pompadour. He got his son. So come on over, Justin. What is your 101 of the solar system? Doesn't doesn't even have to be this solar system, son. Go wherever you want with this. OK, go ahead. Anywhere I want with this. All right. Let's see. Um, I wasn't prepared for this to be first up, but I kind of should have expected it. So <laughs> I'm going to have to – are we doing – how many picks do I get? Do I get one pick? Do I get – You get one. It's the 101, Justin. So do I come back around with the 107? Or do I get the yeah, two? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think we're ready to say that we can snake this. <laughs> no. We, <are> <laughs> we, we cannot leave the Milky Way. That's ambitious. <laughs> We cannot leave the Milky Way. I gotta get some stats up on here. We only got nine planets. <laughs> what a eight, nerd! Eight. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, Pluto meant something. We, yeah, we had nine planets. Nine <laughs> that damn Common Core. <laughs> I remember. I remember taking my spaceship. Up, up the hill in the snow, both ways to Pluto. <laughs> so let's see. I mean, you know, uh, Venus. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. It is, it's very uh -huh. hot, and it gets about the same surface temperature, the same amount of light as Earth. Although Venus is closer to the sun. 
which is kind of weird because you're like, you know, how could you be closer to the sun, but not be, uh, not get more, uh, I guess, light on the surface is the question. Well, you yeah. see Venus is covered two thirds <laughs> by clouds. So when the light goes into it, it kind of is hard to reach the surface. But then the light, it, the reason why it's so hot is because it gets trapped in there because I believe it's 500% more like CO2 in the atmosphere. So it's an insane greenhouse effect that goes on at Venus that just traps in all that heat and it just makes it insanely hot and we're unable to live on Venus. So something that hot and whose stock is just going up, it's got to be Jalen Rager. Man, Let's go. <laughs> 500 degrees Celsius is the average surface temperature on Venus compared to 15 degrees Celsius here on Earth. And now, My goodness. Right. Well done. Yeah. Well done. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's where uh, your money's going, Paul. That's where your money's yeah. going. This, this was the open bar. Thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> geez, dude. All right. And they said you All right, Dad, you're next. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not following that. I'm not following that. All right, fine. Uh, uh, I'm not I'll following need some that. I feel, I feel like, you know what, Paul, you might have just got dunked on if you're not going to go uh, next. I'm just saying, okay, man. I'm not, I'm not going. No, I'm not getting dunked on because I'll hit a belly before that happens. He'd fall on his knees on a, on a on a asphalt. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about title flexing. These <laughs> <laughs> are the things that matter. Jupiter's moons. <laughs> All right. Well, if Paul's not up next, then who's up next? What do we got? Bill? Bill, you ready? You sure, I'm ready. All right. All let's right. get it. So we got uh, Mercury. It's small. It's the fastest around the sun. I'm going to equate that to uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, so small guy that just flies around the field, um, fastest guy. And, um, that's that. That's all I got. Okay. Hey, look, Sh short and simple does win the race. Cause he's, uh, short and fast uh, or, or something like that. Uh, yeah, we nailed it with the one Oh two. All right, Paul, would you like to follow that up? Do you feel more comfortable getting, uh, dunked on or be the dunkey? No, I'll wait. Jeez. <laughs> Ryan, the librarian, I, I know you went straight. Oh, my God, the librarian. It's not even fair. Yeah, it's really not. So this one's easy for me, guys. I mean, some people may take Earth here, but I'm going to take the International Space Station. Okay. Because there's Ooh. only one of those in the universe, and, I oh, mean, it, it's, a, it's such a valuable asset right now. You know, so many people use that space station. It's so key to our space exploration right now. And I think the International Space Station is kind of like Christian McCaffrey. I, I mean, a guy that does it all, that can, that, that's just like, if you look at people that won fantasy championships this past year, it's likely that CMC was on their roster or maybe Lamar Jackson. But so I'm going with the International Space Station, which is my Christian McCaffrey. Now Strong. that I love. That's not that a good incredible. choice. I love the MVP. And I love McCaffrey. All right. Well, it's not a good choice. Oh, now now Paul's feeling a little chatty. Okay. Now what? <laughs> because fifth in line from the sun is Jupiter by far, the largest planet in the solar system, as Shaquan Barkley is the best running back in the league. 
And that's all I got. Drop the mic, Justin. It, right okay. on top of you. It, isn't Jupiter more of like an AJ Dillon from the rookie class? I mean, it's like a big planet. You know, we're kind of excited <laughs> about it, but we don't really know enough about it, how it's going to do in the NFL, because Jupiter's far away. We don't know enough about Jupiter. I'll agree with that. Now, listen, I'm a giant fan. He's my man. I had big enough to have seven. I had McCaffrey last year. McCaffrey last year was my running back, and he'd done fantastic for me, but I'm a giant fan. So I had a. So you're more about Jupiter than the space station. Yeah, because it's it's large. (laughs) (laughs) Jupiter's like Eddie Lacy. like, yeah, it's it's like the legs on Bart. Jupiter's like Eddie Lee. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> He's got his own gravitational legs, pull. The legs on Barkley are large. That's yeah. fair enough. Um, okay. <laughs> it appears that we uh, have four great picks. J. Mike, uh, it is between you and I to battle us out for the 105 and 106 of our uh solar system analogous fantasy football draft what do you got Uh-oh. do you want me to go yeah you go ahead i think you've got some probably some fire here uh yeah i mean i can really only think of one thing and it's my wife oh okay look guys i've well, been with my wife for a very long time 2000 and Seven. See, that's what happens when you've been with someone for a long time. You have to look up and think about it. Okay. So 13 years, guys. I haven't met, I haven't been married to her that long, but come on, come on. High school sweethearts. Look, I'm not that old, but we, whether it was in high school or college, I'm not entirely sure about this specific fact, but I do know that we have a star together. We picked out a star, did a little, did a little, our, our little corny thing. You know, I don't know if anyone does that out there. If you have a heart. Okay. But, uh, if you do, then you may have picked a, a, a star with your sweetheart. Okay. We picked Cassiopeia. Okay. If you're unfamiliar with Cassiopeia, go ahead and just look up. You'll see it. Um, it is in the center of this constellation. Um, that is shaped like a W. We are gearings. All we do is win. Who else wins? People that pick the right players in fantasy football drafts, particularly rookie drafts. I don't want to hear this 101-102 nonsense between Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift. The one and only pick that matters that will get you that dub, that Cassiopeia year after year is Jonathan Taylor. That is my high school sweetheart. I like it. Now, Can you read me a bedtime story? Does your wife know <laughs> that one? <laughs> I think wow, you better that, tell was, uh, I, that was beautiful. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I want to hear you tell her how you've been giving your Cassiopeia away to someone else named Jonathan. That's gonna go real well. I mean, and this Guys, is I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that was that was spectacular. Uh, I appreciated that, and I'm going to uh, be the be the pumpkin spice latte of this group. Be the real basic white girl here. 
Um, and I'm going to keep it, keep it, keep it, uh, keep it at home base here with Earth. Uh, obviously, here our home planet, uh, only planet that we know so far that's inhabited by living things that we know of, that we know of, um, and obviously one of the only planets in our solar system uh, that has liquid water also on the surface. Uh, so not only are we a very versatile planet uh, that we inhabit, not only uh, is it something that's just got a ton of swag, a ton of drip to it, if you will, uh, with the water on the surface, water, yeah. um, but obviously the versatility, the only living things uh, thing on, on, these are all calling cards to uh, just speaking of why we are simply the best in class, if you will. Uh, and when you're put at putting everything together, while while CD Lamb may be the Saturn of this group, uh, just you know having the dazzling icy rings, being the oh, the, yeah. the 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 most identifiable planet in the solar system, Justin Jefferson is Earth. Justin Jefferson is the versatility that we need in our rookie drafts. Justin Jefferson is the wide receiver that can go on to any team in the NFL, play in the slot, and be a viable part of the game plan from the jump. Justin Jefferson has the opportunity to go in the first round of NFL drafts. And if he goes in the first round of NFL drafts, um, he's already been my wide receiver, too, since my tape watching. He will continue to be my wide receiver, too, and I will be happy to scoop him up in the mid to late first rounds all over the place. I rest my case. Justin yeah. Jefferson, thank you so much for being my home sweet home. Thank you for being my earth. Thank you for being my wind. Thank you for being my water. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet Justin Jefferson. Thank you. Yes. So too easy. Really, that was strong. That was strong. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the the best value of the draft and Justin Jefferson is probably going to be the best value of our rookie drafts. I, I love that take. It, the guy's got it all. And I'm really I glad. Listen, you you guys had to spend all that money, all that mess, trying to get to wherever y'all going. I just had to roll on the ground some. I didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> you guys had to spend who knows. I'm right now gas is like a dollar ninety eight where I'm at. I don't know how much rocket fuel costs. You guys let me know. Let me know how far, how that many light years you, wherever you're going. So <laughs> I'm surprised nobody went with the uh Vantes perfect uh Uranus um comparison. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> oh, that's good. Sam. Oh man. Uh, I like that, Jay Mike. Staying that was, grounded. That was beautiful, man. Was Staying great. grounded on great. Earth. Well done. Thank you. That was a solid draft. Well done, Gabe. Thank, thank you for believing that we were smart enough to handle this. Yeah. No, that was fun. Or at least quick enough on Google. <laughs> One of yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, I honestly, yeah. I, I kind of like went. I'll tell you the truth. I went down that road a second, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to think of something that quick. I'm just going yeah. to go with something that I already know. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I actually have a tab up that says solar system right now. Yeah. Oh, we all do. Except for Justin. He's got his fucking notes out. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's got his Rolodex in his head. <laughs> Guys, we took a field trip to the upside down and look at these notes I have from what I've done. It's crazy. Um, I enjoyed oh. learning that about uh, Venus, right? It's awesome. something. 
Yeah. That's cool. You know? Strong. You know, Very strong. If, nice. uh, if you were 20 years old, I think it was the thing about Mercury. Like if you're 20 years old and uh, one day went by on Mercury, how old would you be mm-hmm. tomorrow? Pretty old. Answer is 22. Cause oh, that's it? it? Yeah. Oh. I, I think it's like one rotation for Mercury or like one day on Mercury is equivalent to like two years on Earth. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you were saying 20 to 20. Okay. Yep. Got yeah, it. No, yeah. So it's like two years. Yeah. For sure. I Some, something like that. I don't, Huge. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk is out here changing tidbits. lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. Fellas, men. This was great. This was great. Quite amazing. Just amazing stuff here, man. The open bar. How do we do it week after week? <laughs> it's, just, it's just really love, quite fascinating. We love the open bar. Thank you for having us again. Of course. And let's awesome. let's give it to the people. Um, uh, thank you to the people um, watching. Um, J. Mike will say some kind words about you, but I'm going to say some kind words about the people who joined us tonight. Bill, Justin, Paul, Ryan, I love you guys, but you can't, you you, you can't come in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't going to go all J Mike on you. Uh, Bill, I would like for you to say something about yourself, um, something to the people, something nice, something mean. I, I honestly, I, I really don't care. Just say something, something. All right. Well, Hey, I appreciate it guys, man. This was a blast. Um, you know, it was really nice to meet a lot of you guys. Um, I had never met you before. So, um, but my name is Bill McCarthy. I'm at Super Duplex on Twitter. Um, I have a podcast, Fantasy Timeline. Uh, it's at Fantasy Timeline uh, with uh, Josh Valentine. He's at Real Fantasy TL. Um, so we do a live show on YouTube uh, Wednesdays at nine. So if you get a chance, come by, visit us, and. Uh, you know, we'd love to have you. And um, I'm starting a new podcast called The Super Flexperts, where it's going to be more of like a um, interview based. I'm going to have a guest every week, and uh, we're just going to kind of talk theory and strategy, and more. You know, a little bit less about news and that sort of thing, but just more. Um, you know, checking into what people's strengths are and talking about that. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate it, guys. This was so much fun. Thank you, Bill. Thank you you're welcome buddy i i was i was hyped at because i i see you probably more than most um i, I was being real earlier that i see you more than most uh, uh people as far as the chat the so-called chat yeah man i love the show so appreciate you being here um in this circle at least so um big love justin what have you got to say to your dad Say something nice to your dad before you say anything about yourself. This ought to be good. <laughs> I love dad. I'll say that. I do love my dad. Great dad. <laughs> um, I do know now that I have to go to Massachusetts and get you some gummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to say. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Always fun. Um, this AirPod doesn't work. This is fake. Um, I don't know. I'm just you know happy to be here. Happy to slam a white claw. Even though, I, you know, 20% of it got on my shirt, but still worth the cent. Yeah, we've um, seen that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, no test tomorrow. I had to celebrate some way. But Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, at JustinFSFF. I do a podcast with the, uh, who was it with? 
some dude doesn't really know a lot. He's there though. Um, uh, what's his name? What? Uh, I think it's uh, it's Paul. There you there. He's like somewhere over there. But uh, you know, always pleasure to come on. And Jonathan Taylor one on one. Checks definitely stopped. <laughs> good thing you're almost. Good thing you're almost done, kid. Because <laughs> yeah. that's it. <laughs> Next up, Subway sandwich artist. I thought you. I thought you were going the other way with the public transit. <laughs> you brought it back to the sandwich art. <laughs> That's what they call them. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, um, Justin gave his pops a layup, and Paul just said, "Get the fuck out of here!" and completely denied it. Blocked him, went all Dikembe Mugumbo on him, and he says, this is my house. I raised you here, and now he has some things to say in return to you, Justin, and the people. Paul, what is it? That's right, everybody. We Hey, we thank you for inviting us again on the open bar. This is our second time on here. It's been fantastic. Uh, what a great time, great show. Good to meet people. Bill, Ryan, I think this is the first time I met you. Um, it's nice to meet you, and uh, hopefully we'll continue uh, doing this going forward. Um, Justin, we, we started the fantasy, the father son fantasy football podcast. It's been fantastic. I mean, I never thought I'd be doing this with you, but it's a great, a great thing for us to do to keep in touch, even while you're at college. And I love you, son. You're doing great. And, uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys for having us on. Absolutely. Thank it's all about, you. It's all about relationships. Relationships are everything. I don't think I would be doing a podcast if it weren't for that. So you are 100% correct. All right. Um, Father, son, FF. Y'all got the FSFF on the handles. I feel like you're kind of building an empire of sorts. Um, are you Are you hiring? Are you hiring? Because I, I just I just kind of want to put the FSFF on my on my <laughs> handle someday. FF man bun FSFF. <laughs> Yeah, I just want it for a day, man. <laughs> just what let me think? be a part of your. I just let me be a part of your family. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we did do our intro song, Justin. What do you think? Let's let's give hey. it. Hey, you it have to give hey. it to You technically have over fifty percent ownership. You got it, Gabe. You got it. <laughs> just one third. Just one third. <laughs> Father, son. We have no money for you, but you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm in on this college degree, too. Little do you know, okay? (laughs) I'm investing. Uh, All right, fellas. Um, the, The librarian himself, Ryan, put the kids to bed already. Come pod with us. What do you got to say? Well, I have to say, this has been a lot of fun as always. Gabe, J. Mike, this is like a gift to the fantasy community, this show. It's just so much fun. Um, Bill, Justin, Paul, I, I've, yeah, first time interacting with you guys. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Paul, I got to tell you, if you go to Massachusetts and you go to get some <laughs> cannabis, don't start with the gummies, try the mints first. 
Try the mints Ooh, first, the mints. and then and, and then because they kick in sooner, and because the gummies are a little tricky. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm write that down. Write that down. Write that down. I'm one of the I'm one of the co-hosts of the Fantasy Joe's podcast. I didn't even, even, even know there was mints. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Google right now. <laughs> so I, I'm one of the Fantasy Joes. I do a show with at Fantasy Joe underscore Will Will Greenwood is in the chat. What's up, Will? Um, sometimes Trey Barrett joins us every once in a while. We are the Fantasy Joes. Um, so check us out. Um, we're going to do a industry mock draft in a couple weeks, so that'll be fun. Um, and that's, that's it. Yeah, this was, this was great guys as always. Just a lot of fun to get together. This community is unbelievable. We have so much fun and, um, yeah, this is a huge part of that. So thank you guys. Thanks Gabe. Thanks Jay Mike. It's been a blast. Oh yeah. No, no doubt. Hey, Justin, where are you Matt? See you, Justin. Justin's mad. Justin's mad. What what yeah, what did what, your dad what your dad text you? What do you say? Me mad? Yeah. What do you say? Nah, he's not mad. I told, him, I told him I love him. <laughs> How can he be mad? I know, right? He started you you started crying, didn't you? You had to go drink a white claw. He yeah, he, he probably did. <laughs> he can't be mad at me. Not this time. <laughs> touch. No, no, no. I wasn't touched. <laughs> he was tight. He was touched my by, by my words. That's true. All right. Um, Jay, Mike, what do you have to say, my man? What do you got to say, my guy? Mr. Hey, I got another one for you. What is it? Uh, what did I say in that tweet? Miss, oh, cause we're on stars and solar system. Mr. Hey, he says he's Mr. Wide open. Nah, Mr. Pro- Polaris. All right. The North star, the brightest, the number one. That's my guy, Mr. Polaris. J Mike, what it do? <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That's kind of fire. That's kind of fire. I'm updating my Twitter as we speak, Mr. Polaris. <laughs> uh, his profile. Okay, yeah. To the to the chat. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for rocking with us. Uh, whether it was on Periscope, whether it was on YouTube Live, we greatly appreciate you all choosing uh, out of all the places that you could be on a random Tuesday night in March. You decided to be here and mm. kick it with not only six. Uh, of your 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 favorite fantasy homies here in uh, in the open bar, but also with everybody else in the chat, you all kept it lit, and uh, we 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 enjoy being able to watch and follow and and have that community in there. So thank you all for the time. We appreciate you. Uh, to everyone that's not checking us out uh, live on YouTube or live on Periscope, we still appreciate you for checking out the podcast. So thank you for for rocking with us there, whether it be on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify. Uh, you name it, we're there. Your boys from the open bar are making it happen. So if you would, uh, please, if you if you'd be so kind, we'd appreciate you to rate and review us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the open bar uh, on YouTube. But uh, if you don't want to rate or you don't want to subscribe, it's all good. Share us with a friend. And if you don't even want to do that, that's OK, too. God bless you. We appreciate you for rocking with us. Uh, and, and thanks again for at least hearing us out and uh, spending two plus hours with your boys here. Uh, I think that that's all that I need to shout out. A um, couple things I do want to slide in real quick. Trey Barrett, you're awesome. We uh, Hopefully, I don't know, you're probably not listening to this. You're too busy doing amazing things down in North Carolina. So um, wherever you are, Trey, uh, you are missed on the Fantasy Joes. Love listening to Ryan. Love listening to Will. Uh, but Trey, uh, I miss you as well, considering I get to 
give you all sorts of crap in our Kamikaze League chat. I will continue to do so, uh, but but we miss you hearing you there. Uh, Josh, Josh Valentin from Fantasy Timeline, Bill's other half. Uh, congratulations to you on the new addition to your family. Uh, and and I'm, I'm excited to hear very soon, uh, Gabe. I, I don't know if I told you about this, but uh, I got to got the honor of being a guest on the Fantasy Timeline. And in doing so, uh, yeah. off the air, we decided that I am actually going to be sending Josh two cans of Skyline Chili. Uh, so I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> I'm going to make that happen uh, here this week. I'm going to be heading to the grocery store. Two cans of Skyline Chili headed Josh's way. He said he's going to record it. He's going to eat one for himself. He's going to feed the other one to his homies, let him know what's up. And uh, he's not even going to tell them what's going on. So haha, the trick's on them. <laughs> so spoiler alert. Uh, we'll, we'll see how how that how that works out for you. Uh, I'm gonna go with hashtag not good on Twitter. Your boy can be found at jmikecheck at jmiccheck. Uh, you can find the show's handle at the Open Bar Pod, and you can find the host with the most, a main man, Mister Intro himself, Mister Steal Your Girl, Mister Line of Best Fit, Mister Fridge So Big, you yeah. show for the leftovers, uh, Mister. About to be a pops, Mr. Papa Gearing, Mr. Papa G. Don't call him Mr. Gearing, lest you nasty. Because if you do, you don't know what you're dealing past me. Uh, mm. On Twitter, at FFManBun. Gabe, take us home. Take us home, mm. Gabe. Wow. Wow. What an evening. What a delight. What a pod. Um, yeah, thank, thanks everyone again. Uh, thanks for the, the podcast listeners at this point. Um, I don't know. We, we, we're probably going to come back next week. J Mike, is that true? I'm going to be on spring break, man. And it's, and it's St. Patrick's day. Is it? Yeah, wait. Yeah, it is. St. Patrick's day, dude. Fruit, look at you. <laughs> Been practicing. For, for those, for those still not here and. <laughs> <laughs> and in live uh form j mike is is just bigging up that fridge man he's so so big with that fridge uh i don't i don't know i don't have anything to say we're gonna be back next week i think j mike has guests lined up um uh you know what i'm gonna let's see what do i got um what who uh okay this week someone uh or last week some someone mentioned it, the dtc podcast and we mentioned it in this show. Um, J. Mike has a subscription to the DTC, the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Um, shouted out that a couple of times. And, and I made an intro or two for them. Uh, and I got some love on Twitter for that intro. And I just wanted to shout out that podcast, uh, that organization altogether for allowing me to create an intro for you. So go and check that podcast out. They, they, really, like, they really did some things i'm not just like plugging shit for no reason like they really actually did some things this offseason um as far as being able to bring in your team um yeah league and, import and, and that was crazy league import <laughs> like that's incredible that's that just i mean that's why j mike is talking about his teams all the time <laughs> on this podcast is because he imported them into dtc and he has nothing better to do so uh go go and do that go and get a subscription love all those guys j pizzy izzy uh Mosier on the beat uh yeah that's all i got man <laughs>
um, good old community we got out here. Let's uh, let's get out of here. Where, where where the heck's my white claw? Uh, all right. Holy man. Cheers up to everyone. Um, what a beautiful beautiful time this Justin, is. is. That white claw empty? That's an empty oh, can, sure. isn't it, yeah. Justin? Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. hey <laughs> now hey, it's an empty hey, can. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, out about go, it now. go and wash your hands. Yeah. And we will see y'all next week. Deuces.